whether or not you win this thing, you've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. You versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, and, you know, just tuning in every single day, both uh, on uh, radio, apps, TV, you name it. We thank you so much for tuning in on this Good Friday edition of the Rick and Bubba show. Lot to celebrate today. Lot to break down as well. Rick and Bubba join us in one hour from now. Rick was in Mobile last night. We'll have a recap from him. How'd that go? Can't wait to hear about that. New merch is in the store. We talked about that yesterday on the show. Go to rickandbubba.com. Click on merchandise. You'll be surprised who contacted me about new merchandise in the Rick and Bubba store. I'll tell you when the guys join us here. Uh, We have uh, Joan Landis. She's our guest this week in Rick and Bubba University's podcast. She breaks down Common Core uh, in detail, and that's something that you do not want to miss, especially if you have kids in school. Uh, So uh, we have a lot to discuss, and uh, your calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG as well. They'll be on screen this hour, but don't let that uh, stop you from calling if you want to help join the conversation. All right, well, as I said, Rick and Bubba join us in one hour from now for the main show, but let's join... Uh, the Good Time Gang here. Greg's eating and help. Keep going. Please. Quiet. There he what is. you got over there, Gregory? <laughs> Almonds. <laughs> Boy, let me tell you. If you're in this room, you know it. You going, uh, we have Greg eating almonds. <laughs> Helmsy's here. And Eddie Van Adler as well. <laughs> oh, guys, y'all doing all right? Can y'all hear it? Good gracious alive. <laughs> Can we hear it? All right, take another bite. There we I'm go. almost done, y'all. Okay. Oh no, I kind of wanted something. Wow. Good night, buddy. That's a that's gross. Gross. You sound like, you sound like a, Where'd y'all get that? You think you sound different? Yeah. All right, try it. 
<laughs> it's awful closer than I thought it'd be. <laughs> like a horse eating uh, an apple. I'm done. Oh, he, well, you, look, a little early, early snack. So do you, all right, I got to know. Snack. You count them out, or you just kind of, oh, that's enough. When you, yeah. Is that how you do it? Just a handful, throw mm-hmm. them in there? Because I, I noticed you had a little container there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't but, see him being a counter. Well, I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. No, I have kind of, I kind of I've seen him, the way he acts around tax season, don't think he'd count out the almonds. <laughs> No. <laughs> hey, hey, good. You know what you're doing? Yeah, you go out of, out of work. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you kind of know what you're grabbing, don't you, when you grab yeah. some? Did you grab a pour? You know, like when people are cooking, they give a pinch of something. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, a little pinch. They don't, well, yeah. Well, you know, hey, do you, do you think, do you think your meemaw, when she was cooking, that she measured anything? No. No, it's all by feel. All by feel. Yep. Pinch um, of this, pinch of that. Yeah. Well, I hope everybody made it through April Fool's Day. Everybody good? Yeah, I thought Rick's was funny. It was very now that was funny. It was funny. He should let it soak a little. Well, I think he realized, hey, this is pretty cruel. I'd have waited five minutes. Yeah, he he was quick, but he was. Here's the problem: it doesn't matter if you're quick or not. When you read the first line, it's like, oh wow, okay, okay. I mean, hey, Uh I I nearly called Amanda. Was seconds from Colin Terry. If he'd have waited about five minutes, (laughs) Uh (laughs) are you kidding me? Uh, okay, uh, now you know coming in today, you've hey. got a, you, we got stories galore of April Fool's jokes gone sure, by. Sure, and people don't have. You know, we've always talked about you can't. There's no self calling out there, and and if you have that, that's a gift that you're able to call yourself and go. You know yeah. what? That's too much. Hey, I'm calling that person too much. I'm bugging that person too much. Maybe I shouldn't just you know do certain things. I can call myself. Some people just run right through that stop sign. Yeah. And some people, when it comes to jokes or taking things too far, they, they don't have that meter. And there's a mom, there's a story here, and, and it's... A mom? It, there, there, there's a mom uh, that got in trouble this because she called her sister, or I'm sorry, called her daughter and said that she had been shot. Well, that that's, is ridiculous. That's a little and much. And so her daughter calls the police, and the police rush to the scene thinking that we, we've, got, we've got someone that has been shot in some type of robbery gone bad. They get there, and the mom had made it all up, just messing with the daughter, and, and she's been charged with um, solicitation of nine one one without calls. Yeah, you or can't do like that. that. No, <laughs> and so she's kind of in trouble. She was arrested for unlawful request for emergency services assistance. Wow. Now this is different than the <clears throat> the one at the place of business that calls it. There was an active shooter. Yeah, called her sister and told yeah. her that. Yeah, she's in trouble down in Florida. Both completely uh, wrong. Ohio. Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Wow. She, she was at work and called her sister and said it was an active shooter. Yeah. For Come some on. reason, I always default to Florida for everything, you but do. it was Ohio. Uh, this one I told you about was in Kansas. And down in Australia, the the Australian Police Department, uh, they um, I forget what city it was in, they debuted a new canine uh, dog in their unit, and it was a wiener dog. Now, that's funny. And, and, and see, and that's funny. To, yeah. That's an April Fool's joke. I, I had a couple that. of wiener dogs. They're big good ones. They're yeah. mean. Active right. shooters and, and kids Aggressive. getting shot is yeah. not what you need no, to do. No, that's April see, I was, wiener dog for the police department. That's fantastic. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. I like a good joke, but come on, y'all. Not, I know. I mean, yeah. Now, the joke, the, that I, dog's funny. the joke that I had sent my my family uh, had yesterday, that, that was okay. JC, I knew it. The one that kind of like halfway pays attention to everything. He kind of fell for it. And if you don't know what I did, I claimed that we. Bought a barn and we're gonna move to it because uh, I love barns and uh, and he fell for it and then finally he went oh it's April Fool's Day and then everybody started making fun of him of course then he got me back uh, last late, late last night because I had forgotten it was yeah. I mean you know you get going well, it's a long forget. day for us too and and uh, 
he was finishing up with practice or something. Games been moved around, and so he was finishing up. and And uh, Terry asked him what he was about to go do, and he said, "I'm about to go get a tattoo with with," and he named one of his teammates. That's funny. And uh, and then I was like, "What? Whoa, hold on, no, you're not." And then all they said, "Yeah, he's right on the thigh." What? And then when he said thigh, I went. Okay, I got Something's it. Never up. mind. That yeah. gummit. Why did I fall for that? You almost get mad at yourself. I know. You know? Yeah. Dang it. And then he said, no, I really do have one. <laughs> you go, no, straight up. <laughs> uh, no. And so uh, he got me pretty good there on that one. Just totally forgot. Totally forgot about it. It was late in the day. So well, I was going to say, and when you start, when we start our days at 3 4 a.m., mm-hmm. like really start our days, like we're functioning, mm-hmm. we're doing things. Yeah. And it gets about 9, 10 o'clock. We'll forget. Yeah. We'll forget that it's the same day. Yeah, for sure. Mm. I do yeah. all the time. Well, yeah. Um, all right. So we have a lot to discuss today. Uh, fun day today uh, on the on the old Rick and Bubba show, uh, and we'll do that when we come back. I know Helmsy, you got a little something. something. <clears throat> Guys, a little in something, a little something. situation yesterday. I <laughs> cannot wait to hear this. <laughs> I'm gonna eat some more almonds. <laughs> Please do. I like when you off air. I just love that you right when you're eating almonds, discussing stories yeah, like we're on too. the front porch. I love that. Yeah. commenting on the yeah. headlines that you're reading. <laughs> but in your language, I love that. Plus, you hear the, the almonds just chomping up, <laughs> crackling. Hey, good news, Speedy. Thong jeans are back. Oh, really? That's great, Greg. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Little llama over and he packed me, knocked me down in the wood pile, tried to stomp on me. If I'd had my gun on me at the time, he wouldn't have gotten over. I usually carry it. I hate to say this, but I don't think we got tools here to pull this off. No, we don't, Greg. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Yes, you are. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Now, 21 minutes past the hour, a lot to discuss today. Don't forget. Rick and Bubba University podcast. It will hit Saturday morning. Uh, we have Joan Landis on. We're breaking down Common Core. That's a big topic. Uh, so if you have kids in school, you this is one you don't want to miss. So check it out. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. If you want to join in the conversation this hour, you can do so. It would be unscreened phone calls, but please uh, don't hesitate to call if you want to join in. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour. All right, so Helmsy, you said, you know, anytime you give us a, a, a heads up that guys – something happened and y'all might might make fun of me greg and i jump on it like i mean you're throwing out feed so you know what i mean this is two part this is a two-parter so this is yes you're gonna be able to make fun of me but this is also a horse update for maddie oh, so you know she started oh, down the yeah. horse lessons you bought um, one good deal a, about all uh, right daddy bought a horse that's not true he bought a horse stay um, on there girl Back in, I guess it was in this last summer. I saw a horse of started. best, baby. I didn't know it was yours. Greg, would you stop? We're not even 30 <laughs> seconds in. If I could pull up to your house and there's a horse <laughs> tied to a tree. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got it tied for some reason to the basketball goal. Okay. Yeah. That'll work. Well, we have uh, – she has stuck with this. She's so into it. And so we've just kept kept doing it. And um, we are at a new place now. Um, we need a little more consistency. And with the weather the way it is um, – this time of year, this play, this new place has an indoor, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if it's a, like a ring or I don't know what it's called, but, um, you know, they have an indoor area where they, you know, weather's really not an indoor issue. Indoor ring. And so, uh, Amanda has taken her the first facility. two times uh-huh. to this facility. Um, and so it was my turn yesterday. 
to go to this new place. And I was, oh, Maddie was so excited for me it. to go. Probably. And what I do love about this place, and not, not, not knocking any other businesses, but um, there is there is a sense of we want our kids to be very independent. Like we're going to allow them to do as much as they can handle and do. So, uh-huh. so we're, we're not, when, when you show up, you're going to basically get the horse ready. And there's Let not, me ask you this. They got a lot of horses. They do. Cool. They do. Well, I think that's good because isn't that why they're there? Yeah, to and, help learn and so, how to do all it, that? exactly. And so, I'm just glad I guess. Here's the thing. Oh, here's the thing step. about it is Maddie is probably the she is the most independent child I have. Caroline's pretty dependent, but she knows what her limits are, and she's not afraid to ask questions. Maddie is just I'm doing it on my own. Hear me roar, that kind of thing. And they got an indoor. I mean, for arena. instance, for instance, yeah, and for instance, so if you go to. Um, if she goes to the dentist, the way COVID has been, mm-hmm. she doesn't. She's just like, I got it. Just wait in the parking lot because oh. you know they don't. They'll they'll tell you, you can come in, but you is it the youngest? Is that what, what I they think do so? Because Reese is a lot like yeah, that. I think so. And so she is very independent. She doesn't need a lot. So yesterday <clears> we <throat> we get there, and I you know I'm kind of I, I don't. It's new. It's new yeah. territory. So Uh-oh. I'm kind of gun shy. Uh oh. And are you, little, um, are you helicopter? The trainer? No, I'm just I'm kind of I'm kind of checking out the, the I'm checking this is the first time there, so I'm checking out what what type of horses. Where are go the ahead horses? And ride one. Uh-huh. I'm seeing some chickens. Let Daddy ride. Let me ride. Seeing I'm kind of co- getting motivated. Seeing a couple random dogs, and Let I'm like, okay, I love the farm feel. Oh, you know, yeah. hey, we got a lot going on here. I like this. Mm-hmm. Like the building, indoor, arena. like the outside. Got it. Got some equestrian stuff out here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm filling the place out a little bit. Yep. Good country look. I like this a Smoking lot. Smoking a cigar. <laughs> and what is all of a sudden, one of the trainers says, hey, Maddie, do you want to go get tiramisu ready? That's tiramisu. the horse's name. Ooh. Tiramisu. Tiramisu. So well, Maddie doesn't even hesitate. Oh, yeah, I got her. And she takes off down towards one of the stalls. I'm thinking, you ain't going to get that horse ready by yourself. What are you talking about? That was my first yeah. mindset. So I thought, well, I'm going to go down here and watch this. Well, I think it's called a halter. Yeah. You the the thing you put on the front of the this yeah. is where it's going. You put it on the front yeah, of the horse and you can lead it, it, you know, mm-hmm. with a rope, lead Face rope. mask. I think it's called a halter. I halter. could I, I could be wrong. Right. I think you're right. So Maddie says, Hey, I gotta grab a halter and uh halter and, and no, the, the lead rope's over here and um and, and we'll get Tiramisu hooked up. And I'm like, Okay, <laughs> wow, so she's she's Miss Independent. She's got this thing going on. I love Tiramisu. I like that name. Well, and looks like the dessert too, by the way. I mean, spitting image. Mm-hmm. So I know we get was. the we get the uh we get the stall door open. And I find myself inside the stall with a horse with Maddie. So Tiram- it's me, not, Maddie, and Tiramisu. I'm getting bridle here is, is what and you're looking for. Is it? Name, yeah. Okay. Anyway, go ahead, though. Well, I know there's uh, – is there a halter? There's bridle? There's girth? There's, I have no I mean, idea. I don't either. Okay? Hey, hey, hey. Horse something. Well, you don't have to send me emails mm-hmm. saying this is it. Okay? Just let me tell the story. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Wow. So, well, we're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna play audio next. That we all would like to do at some point. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, this is kind of us. <clears throat> this guy ranting for us. So I find myself in this stall with a bridle or halter or whatever it is, and Maddie looks at me like, "You're not gonna help me. You you do you know how to put this on right?" And I'm like, "Are you just wandering in places you're not supposed to be?" No, or Greg. I'm exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm sp- I'm wearing. Oh, there's not a down. waiting area for the parents. No. Okay. And so, I, for the first time, Maddie looked at me like, so you're not Superman. Like, you can't do things. Oh, no. You can't. You don't know everything. 
It was that uh, that happens to all of us oh, as parents yes. at some point or another. I'm not really sure where it happened with Caroline or Braden, but I can tell you this: it happened yesterday with Madeline. She, she looked at you like you could, she, was she talking without saying anything like what are you, what are you doing yeah so I'm standing there she hands me the bridle or I'll, we'll go a bridle whatever okay she hands me this piece of equipment and I'm like I don't know what to do with this and she's like you don't have to put this on I'm like no I said I thought you did and she goes no I thought you did and so we have this back and forth all this and Tiramisu's right between us we're I'm like, right, buddy, we're going to. How would you have known, though? I mean, I wouldn't matter. Thank you, Greg. Yeah, I mean, well, the, the kids think their dads know yeah, everything. I right. I mean, we're heroes to them mm-hmm. until something like this happens. Until right. they get a certain age. <laughs> and so, what if Terramasu could talk? Hey, you dummy. <laughs> so hey, I, hey, put this on. <laughs> Give me an apple. So I'm sitting <laughs> Who there. Who are you? I'm petting, How about me? I'm petting Terramasu. I find myself talking to Terramasu. Help Hey, hey, Tiramisu, it's gonna, we're going to figure this out. It's no big deal. We'll, we'll figure it out. And I could tell Tiramisu was looking at us like, you two idiots. Y'all yeah. don't even know what you're doing. What y'all we're doing? not asking you would to shoot me. Would y'all go get somebody that knows how to put this thing yeah. on me? Go back to the old place. And I'm trying, yeah. just like typical. typical put this on and ride me. Typical man, I'm trying to figure it out, okay? I think it goes this I way, man. You know, here's because it's got back. a logo on it. And I'm like the logo and the lettering. It's got to go this way. I mean, it's just it's it, all got It's got to be it. And, and Maddie looks at me, and this was the Maddie's moment. <laughs> this is the moment that was that was that disturbed me. Maddie looked at her dad and said, "Do I need to go get somebody else?" And I thought, maybe a horse person. Probably so, Maddie, because I don't I don't this. know that we're going to get out of this stall with with Tiramisu hooked up why, appropriately. Why did this- employee think that maddie knew how to well do it. that but you know why greg because maddie said yes we got it oh okay. this is stuff they teach them and mm-hmm. so this is one of the things that uh and i don't think this trainer had been with maddie yet and she asked <laughs> maddie the question in the trainer's defense asked maddie the question she said yes can you go get do you want to go get tiramisu ready yes of course I, she wants hey, to. I, I got her i I'm got over, tiramisu I'm let's go there and go i know what i gotta do to get her ready and so i had to i had to be like Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm so out of my element here. I have no clue what's going on. Don't even know what this is called. Can't put it on. You're going to have to help us. I'm sorry, buddy. So Maddie found out that her dad wasn't Superman yesterday. I'm sorry. While standing in a horse stall. Never be the same. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rick and Bubba Show. It's the kickoff hour, and we're live. Uh, Rick and Bubba join us in uh, about thirty minutes from now. All right. So, um, uh, Helmsy referenced uh, this story last segment uh, briefly, and this has been Greg's story of the day uh, since the, or, you know, we started today, and and it's just it's gold, is what it is. Uh, and it, you know, anytime. You're doing a show. A lot of times, you'll sit there and and you know you'll play nice and you'll let somebody rant that's calling yeah. in. Uh, and you know sometimes uh, you handle it well. Sometimes you go like, you know what, I've had enough. Uh, well, a Cleveland broadcaster has had enough um, because the entire city of Cleveland learned Thursday uh, that Bruce Drennan, who is the broadcaster for Cleveland, yeah. uh, blasted a fan following Cleveland's three-two loss to the Detroit Tigers on opening day. Now, the conditions were horrible. Okay? It was they snowing were, at one point. Yeah. 30 I mean, degrees. That's not good. Guys, business. I mean, I, 
they'll show it every once in a while up here on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Just take a gander at this. I thought I was watching a Green Bay football game at one point, oh the God. way the snow was falling. Yeah. Uh, and so you know how fandom is. Sometimes oh, it's ridiculous. We, we exaggerate and it's, oh, it's the end of the world. Yeah. Well, so you've got the first opening day loss. It's terrible conditions. And yeah. this is a post-game call-in type yes. show. And the guy calling in is criticizing Cleveland's offense, and he's basically doomsday. Like he's basically saying the season is over season after is a three-two loss in the snow. Yes. Right. And let's let's take a listen to how the broadcaster handles that. Go ahead. Pitch around Ramirez, keep walking him. Don't give him anything to hit. The next guy. The good pitches down the middle, he won't swing at. He's getting mad now. Around his ankles, he hits the shortstop into a double play. This has been going on for two years. Right. Uh, I guess you missed a lot of the games that Reyes hit in the clutch last year, huh? No, 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 no. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're an no, idiot. No. You're an idiot. And you don't know baseball. I'm you're not. Gonna, no, you are an idiot. Listen, no, you're gonna man. tell me you are judging. You don't know anything. You don't know squat. You stupid idiot. You're gonna tell me you're gonna make a judgment on the season after one game in 30 degree weather that proves what an ignoramus you are. Get off our show. <laughs> I love it. Fair weather idiot. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on here. <laughs> if you, what about the caller screaming, I'm not an idiot. I'm not. That courtesy of Bally, which is the <laughs> Screaming, you're Fox an idiot. Thing, the guy's but... screaming, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> he had had enough. That was oh funny. My. I like that guy. Wow. <laughs> Opening day loss, it's the end of the world. No, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, how, speaking of the Detroit uh, Tigers, how about Casey Mize has been named as part of the rotation? Really? Yeah. How about that? From Auburn. Yeah. Yep. A local boy done well. He's, he's, a, he's good. Everybody talked about how good he was going to be, and, and he's not letting them down. So yeah. that's, that's pretty good. All right, so the Detroit uh, – not so you got the, the Cleveland and Detroit <laughs> game, right? You've got all these games. You had a couple that went into extra innings yeah. yesterday. The Braves lost uh, 3-2 to Philadelphia in 10. And then this this bizarre uh, story with the, the Dodgers where yeah. – and I haven't <laughs> seen this in a – I don't know that I, I, I have ever seen I, not this. Not at that level, yeah, for I, sure. I, I haven't seen it either. I don't level. know that I have either, Helmsy. Uh, but you've basically got a home run that was taken away yeah. because the base runner confused the home run with because it was right on the wall and it go and the outfielder goes up and it and he pretend it's almost like he thinks he's got it in the glove. Yeah. So the, Justin but, Turner was rounding second, thought the guy caught the ball. Right. And sprints back to first. Yeah, as yeah. Bellinger is nearly the second. And, yeah, and pa- they pass each other, so uh, it turns into, I believe they said a single, and Bellinger was out. Correct. Uh, and, but it was really a two-run home run. Yeah, and, and it was just bizarro. The Dodgers lose their game opener, uh, but I don't think they had any fans that said it was the end of the world. No, I'm not sure. Or no, no. I think they, did they win? I don't know. I it don't was know. Eight the to five outcome. against Colorado. I know it was sloppy. Uh, and they and did lose. They, they did lose. Yeah. Okay, it was eight to five against uh, the Colorado Rockies, but that was a bizarre play uh, and one that you'll bizarre. see probably on ESPN uh, all day. Uh, that will be uh, on the not so top ten list. I can promise you that. Yeah, not yeah. so top no. ten. Well, and back to the guy. So, so you're an idiot. 
Look, I, fandom is is one thing. Okay, we all see it in mm-hmm. in different whether it's politics or sports or whatever. We mm-hmm. see it every day. Uh, we see it in our emails. We hear it here on our on the phones. Um, and I think the guy the the I loved the guy ranting and getting mm-hmm. all over the guy. But what guy? I mean, so he's pretty cranked up too for opening day. Like he is, you know he, what you I know mean, what it is. I that was think, kind of a last straw moment for him, right? I, I guess there's certain things that you just he just couldn't bite his tongue on this one. He you was know? pretty quick to get angry about that, unless some other callers. There, there's the game there. Un, look Greg. at that snow, Greg. That, wow. The snow is just awful. Mm. Unless there was some other callers prior to mm-hmm. that were saying similar things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's ridiculous. He right. seemed to have. Uh, he seemed to have. Uh, uh, he had heard enough. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, snowing really hard. Uh, yeah. Really hard. All right, so I didn't give you enough on this new Bally Network. Yeah. All right, so Bally Sports has is the new Fox Sports whatever, Fox Sports South Southeast or yeah. whatever. And Greg it, was right. They own a bunch of casinos too. Is that what it is? Because I'd never, I'd never heard of it. I had neither. I'd yeah. never heard of it. I was calling it Bali for the longest. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears> and the only, the only way I knew how to pronounce it is because Skip with uh, the Braves was saying Bally a bunch yesterday. It makes sense that it's Bally because Rally is spelled mm-hmm. the same way mm-hmm. with an R. Uh, and so, you know, we talked about you know, your decision yesterday to uh, go a certain streaming way yeah. to, so you could get the Braves, mm-hmm. uh, among other things. And so I was telling you that the U-verse last year, it had all the Fox Sports that, because uh, I got the little sports package deal, that so I could watch the Braves. Well, I forgot about Bally, and I only had a, I was just wanting to flip Bally, over. Bally. I think the Yankees were on, and I'm like, you know what? It's two o'clock. I'm going to see what the Braves are doing, because I think they started at 205 Central or something like that. I knew they were in Philadelphia. And, and uh, and all that. So I go through, and I had forgotten about Bally. And I go through, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I what am I going to do? The Braves aren't you, you verse drop the Braves. What? And I forgot to look for Bally. I was looking for Fox. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you're right. They've got a slew of Bally channels. They do. I mean, a slew of them. And that's the new Fox Sports. <clears throat> yeah. If you're looking for them now, <clears throat> they've still got FS1 and FS2. Yeah. But all the the other channels with Fox the Sports, regional stuff, it's is all Bally. Bally. Then I did not know about that. So they're they or what are they, Greg? They're casinos or what did you yeah, say? It's like casino and hotels. Okay. And um, Las Vegas and places. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, I had a happy happy house yesterday because Braden was able to watch the Braves and then the Hawks last night. Okay. And of course, I had it like I liked it uh, watching the Braves until I was found myself in a stall with a horse and couldn't get a. <laughs> piece of equipment on yeah and i'm mad because you you had sent us some marco polos from there uh and they had not come through and you asked them asked us about that in the break and then you pulled up the app and all of a sudden they all started well, coming through cell service is horrible in uh-huh. the area in which i was in and that's when i evidently you have to for it to reconnect and send them to you you actually had to have the app open mm-hmm. i thought that i could do it i knew i had bad cell service mm-hmm. but i thought well i could do this and then when i get to moving again it'll send it to them yeah but it, I guess I had to app, open the app before it would do it. Now, you know, uh, severe weather, uh, you know, <clears throat> the tornadoes that hit where a lot of the staff lives, uh, the show's based out of Birmingham, Alabama. That's been a big topic on the show. Uh, and and the tornado that uh, that affected James Spann's house and others, and then Bub eventually just hopped right over Bub's yeah. subdivision. Don't know how that happened. Yeah. This The horse lessons took you through that area, and this Couldn't is the first, first time you had been there. Yeah. And you were talking about what it looked. Could like. not believe the destruction that yeah. I was seeing. And and <coughs> Bubba, I, 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 you, I can't wait to talk to Bubba about this. Just coming down the hill from his house, 
you know, on that on the stretch of road where the horse farm is, mm-hmm. you can see bits and pieces. You see houses messed up. There is a there is a a um, farm. I think it's called Greystone Farms mm-hmm. out there where there's fence everywhere, and they've they've done a lot of work over the last just, just to clean it up. Mangled up, up everywhere. but just every, I mean, it's just complete destruction. But then the biggest thing for me is when I that it really caught me off guard was coming down the big hill mm-hmm. as you pull out of Bubba's and you come down, and just to see on the if you're coming down headed towards uh, the summit, you can. This just wide, I mean, four or 500 yards of just nothing but the path of where this thing was headed. Mm. And it looks as if it was headed right for Bubba's house. Because it was. Like, we can't, how it missed <clears throat> his house, I have, unbelievable. And the, the, Maddie was sitting in the back seat, just caught off guard. I said, Maddie, look at all that. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. Well, you know, the video that we showed uh, when we came in talking about it and that's been shown nationally, uh, the, the, the highway that, that Helms is talking about is Highway 280. Yeah. And it's, and well, that's, you, that's you a party can, in the afternoons. Yeah, I'm Isn't telling it? you. And you can see, you can see it on you the like ground. That? And then as it, it crosses 280, it kind of lifts yeah. and it hops and then it comes back down. And <clears> it, right it next to 280 in the road, I mean, I'm talking merely feet from the road is where. It just got down right there, and it was just—I mean, it looks like you just run bulldozers in there for three or four days. Yeah. Good night. Have not been in that area since that happened, but this is your first time. Yeah. All right, we'll take Bad. a break. We'll come back, <clears throat> and uh, the Rick and Bubba show will continue. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the break. Until then, the kickoff hour will roll on. We have one more segment. The number eight six six we be big, and a number of other things to discuss before the guys join us. Thank you so much for tuning in. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hold it all together, everybody needs you strong. Nine minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. This portion of the show brought to you by TheraBreath. We have talked about them for quite some time now. If you suffer from uh, what a lot of people call, I know Greg calls it, smelly mouth. Stank uh, breath. Yeah. Dragon breath. Come on. Uh, TheraBreath gives you uh, two-for-one benefits. Boom, as dragon breath. <laughs> have much better oil care plus freshness in your life, uh, and others will be thanking you too. We've had Dr. Harold Katz on a number uh, of times. He's formulated the first TheraBreath Fresh Breath Oil Rinse for his daughter over 25 years ago, and man, has it made a difference. Every Therabreath formula is designed to be the best is what it does, and uh, he uh, was on uh, not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, uh, and, great connection. Um, you need to check out Therabreath, their products today, <laughs> therabreath.com. That's therabreath.com, and you'll be sure to uh, make sure you tell them that Rick and Bubba sent you. There's a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button but for all of their products. Uh, check it out at therabreath.com and don't have stank breath, as Greg says, or smell it out. Stank breath. <laughs> um, all right, so a couple of things uh, that I have here on my show prep sheet. Who um, I got a sheet? I take notes. I'm a producer. <laughs> that's good. You're going to get a lot fine. of that today. That's fine, buddy. Uh, that's good. <laughs> got um, a sip right after. <laughs> <laughs> Most importantly, it's Good Friday. Good yeah. Friday edition oh, of the Rick and Bubba Show. Yeah. Final four t- starts tomorrow. You're fired I mean, up Easter that. Sunday. I mean, you've got a lot happening. Baseball has started. Baseball, Major League Baseball. <laughs> Except for a couple of days. Uh, and then some 
uh, starts today. Uh, you know, college baseball, a lot of them started yesterday because they're, they have Sunday off with it being Easter, so they go Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday. Some, it's, you know, doubleheader today, one Saturday, or one today, and two Saturday. Uh, so that's all on the When's table. When's cricket start? I wonder what time of year um, they play. Uh, another Spring. April. Uh, yesterday was April Fool's Day, and we're coming in, and we knew this was going to happen. Uh, it, and that is that we've just been reading April Fool's jokes that have either have either gone bad or they were just dumb, and people made terrible decisions. Uh, this yeah. one here, a lot active of people, shooter was a bad call. Yeah, yeah, active shooter. That's one you don't you don't touch. This one here, everybody, some fell for, and and so much so that he's trying to clarify. Michael Strahan. Did not fix the gap in his teeth. Uh, so did anybody fall for that? I, I, yes, yes. Um, you, you knew what day was coming up, and you knew he. Why would he now? He's known for the. My gap. question is why has he? Why has he not done it sooner? He should have done it. Well, it's kind of his thing now. It is. Now I'd be mad it's his if trademark, he did. I guess. Uh, yeah. My point is, why do it now? Well, he'd been teasing a dental change all week, uh, but it was obvious it was an April Fool's joke, and uh, he put out a video mm, yesterday confirming one, that he has not closed the gap in his teeth. That's a shocker. <laughs> you kidding me? Also, I have some got me. I have some nerd news. Uh, some nerd okay, news. some nerd news. Okay, also the, known as for the first time, astronomers have detected X-rays coming from Uranus. <laughs> uh, most planets in our solar system Wait, it give took off astronomers to figure that out. <laughs> most planets in our solar system get off give off X-rays. Yeah, but if it's never been detected, uh, and they've detected it now coming from Neptune and Uranus. You know, I love any story that involves Uranus. I know. And that's or any reason. space story that we can pull Uranus I, in. And that's the only reason I did and it. And I know it's probably Uranus, but we're not calling it I that. know, no. There I don't even know where. I mean, I see, I've got, <laughs> I've got <laughs> from Uranus. I just wanted to say it because I hey, wanted – you hey, almost choked on your coffee. I loved it. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't. Hey, you just talking about perking up real quick. <laughs> yeah. The minute you said it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, have you ever seen somebody that's taking a sip and they, they can't wait to talk? Uh. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. Put that cup down quick, didn't you? I did. Uh, comment on Uranus. <laughs> you like nerd news? Do you like that? I, I did. I did. Also okay. known as dip news. Craig, you're gonna have to. I didn't say it. <laughs> what, did, did you no, forget your own? Air? No, I didn't say you didn't did, did, say gonna... it. But everybody knows what you said, and there's a lot of astronomers that listen to the show. Yeah. Really? Oh, oh yeah. So wait a minute. We're big with astronomers. Absolutely, yes. I didn't know that the river. Cares I'll give you the Huntsville power. market right now. Oh, you got right. people going right now to work on space things. This is where well, I think sometimes you're confused. You know, we broadcast out loud <laughs> like more than just this room. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you forget that. <laughs> I hope so. All right, so this this is something. <laughs> you know, I, I think we're all we're, we're in trouble. <laughs> the uh, COVID and the pandemic made us forget about a lot of things because mm-hmm. we just we shut down and we went to our homes, whatever. Yeah. I had completely forgot about this. What you got, Patrick Campbell? He's, uh, he sent me an email. <laughs> hey, Patrick, and he goes, "Hey, happening." This is yesterday. He said, "Happy opening day to you." Mm-hmm. He said, "This today reminds me of something <laughs> that the uh, pandemic completely ruined for Uh-oh. you guys at the kickoff hour." Uh huh. If y'all remember, and see, I didn't until he brought this up. Everybody was mad at the Houston Astros last year mm-hmm. because of the scandal the year before, and and so everybody going into spring training, the Astros were getting thrown at a ton. Right. And we came in here because of that and said, hey, anytime an Astros player gets hit, one of us has to get hit. Yes. Y'all remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we I were did. at we, one we, point we before the it. pandemic, we're throwing tennis balls at each other. Right. 
Um, and we tried to talk Adler into it, but he wouldn't go for it. Yeah, exactly. No, he didn't want no part of it. No. And he didn't so, want to be in our little group. No. I mean, I'm talking days after that started, <laughs> we went to DEFCON Diffie and didn't do it anymore. Yeah. Completely forgot about That's it. That's right. That's right. So we're going to start throwing it each Well, I forgot I, mean, about I, I see where didn't – they, didn't they get booed yesterday in the game? They were playing um, – was it the A's? I can't remember who they were playing the A's. Yeah, was but it, I don't know if it, their fans were booing them and all. And that. can I say, you know, fans are now in the stands, and, now. and that was awesome know, yesterday. Yeah. And look, I know it's limited. And you only got eight thousand, ten thousand, twelve thousand. <laughs> yeah, but I'm telling you, it <laughs> makes a huge difference. And I saw where huge the Braves. Difference. I know I'm a, I'm not coming in too hot with the Braves. I, okay, just understand that. But I saw where they announced yesterday on their second home stand they're going to upgrade to fifty percent capacity. Did you just have to call yourself to tell everybody you weren't coming in too bit, hot? A little with bit. Because I mean, every time we bring, I got excited every about time the Braves we bring yesterday. up Major League Baseball, I'm I wore not, a Braves I'm hoodie. Not going to mention the Braves. I wore a hoodie yesterday. Mm-hmm. You don't think I was fired up? <laughs> Say hoodie. Huh? Say hoodie. Again. Hoodie. Hoodie. He had a hoodie. I had a hoodie on. <laughs> hoodie. Um, I had a hoodie. No, it was it was it was something else to hear them booing and screaming things mm-hmm. and just I mean getting excited at the end of these walk. We had several walk offs yesterday. Yes. Um, hey, it fired me up. Greg, right. I wish you cared. You don't, he don't care about much. <laughs> what you looking at? I mean, you're studying something right now. You're what not you just got? looking what at it. You you're got? studying This is it. what we we did a feature. I guess you forgot about what's yeah. Greg looking at. Yeah. What you know. got? I'm just looking at stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you're just looking at stuff? Yeah. Okay. Does that mean you can't tell us what you're looking well, at? There's nothing in particular, really. Uh, that's that's what that. But means. But you were like, really, like we're having a conversation, hoping you'll join in, and you're just staring. Yeah, I just I don't know. Well, but the reason, <laughs> the reason why, what, what what I like to do is ask you what you're looking at when you're frowning, like you can't believe yeah. what you're seeing. Yeah. Almost like you're looking into the sun. <laughs> I, I like that one. That's a good. Mm. Um, all right, so Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour. Uh, I've heard from them this morning. They're fired up, ready to go. Uh, <laughs> so we uh, look forward to them joining us. And thank you for making the kickoff hour a part of your day. Uh, saw a couple of you out at speaking of baseball at a ballpark uh, yesterday. Said, hey, they get their day started with a kickoff hour, and then the main show starts. So we thank you Love for it. doing that. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll be right back. Don't forget rickandbubba.com. Click store. New merchandise is there. We debuted that yesterday. Or that be debuted. All right. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you for being with us. Uh, much to do as we start a brand new hour on this good Friday. And we'll start with the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red
minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler have already given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba Radio Network, the podcast archives live and, and or archives on the, on YouTube, maybe on the uh, TuneIn app, uh, maybe iHeartRadio, uh, maybe on um, other apps. However you have the show, we're thankful that you have it. And uh, we'll unpack uh, this uh, Good Friday edition of the Rick and Bubba Show with you today uh, at the number I just gave you, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, don't forget, uh, a new Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, is available tomorrow uh, for the weekend. We'll discuss that in a little more detail today. Interesting conversation about education. Very interesting. Uh, and probably some things you're not expecting to hear. Uh, across the way, there he sits, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! How about it, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, and associates everywhere, welcome in to the Good Friday edition yeah, baby. of Rick and Bubba. upon his face it shines like the sun I can see Jesus cold in glory he's high and lifted up and his strength fills the temple and all Exactly a depiction of the big man upstairs, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, somebody say holy. Holy. So, uh, so anyway, thank you, Jesus. Uh, I was uh, 
looking over today, the wonderful words from Romans chapter 8, 1 and 2, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who has freed us uh, from the law of sin and death by the spirit of life. That's a biggie today. That makes a good Friday, doesn't it? It really, really does. And as we talked about yesterday, when you understand what he's saving us from, it really gives you a whole new appreciation of what a wonderful – that's the reason why something so brutal and ugly and nasty – I heard David Platt do a message on this before. That's why it seems weird to some of you that followers of Jesus would call it Good Friday. Because when you look at it, you're like, what are y'all calling that good for? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you why, because we're getting redeemed, and the wrath is being poured out on the Lamb of God so it does not have to be poured out on anyone else unless you reject it and say no thank you. Now, if you say no thank you, then you certainly are allowed to do that, but uh, then the wrath's going to have to go on you, not him. So that's why today is extremely good news. Yes, it is. And it should already be pretty tough to have a have anything to creep in today that makes you go, if you got that, I mean, I know life's hard, trust me. Ain't nobody in here doesn't know that. And you all know that out there too because you've lived in this fallen creation. If you've been here any amount of time, you know it's, it's not. It's tough. Everybody goes through it. That's why Jesus said we will go through tribulation in this fallen world, but to always have joy in our heart because he has overcome the world. And what he means by that is what took place today and Sunday. Sunday's coming. Yeah. But, but I mean, if you don't have that right in your life, though, I mean, this is not this is not a good weekend for you. This is uh, this is you're sit you're still facing condemnation. You got much bigger problems than any inconvenience this world's going to give you. Hmm. So always assess that. And am, am, am I in the condemned or the non condemned? It's a really big deal, man. It's a big. Get it worked out. Yes, and uh, so we'll uh, we'll unpack those uh, those things today. Talk about that. We'll uh, we'll share a little bit as we've done for years. Uh, uh, we are you know we are Christians and followers of Jesus who do a radio show. So on these special days for our faith, we do uh, we're pretty clear and open about that, and we, we're not trying to offend. We're just devoted to what we believe. And that's yeah. the bottom line. And and I know sometimes that can be offensive, but uh, it's not our intention. Um, but Jesus is an offensive individual. He's very exclusive in this whole, I'm the truth, the life, and, uh, you know, the way, and no one goes to the Father except through me. I know for some people that they have a hard time with that kind of exclusivity. I'm just kind of glad that there's a way. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. That's, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and pout because there's not multiple ways. I, yeah. At least there's one. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> At one time, there wasn't any. Yeah. I mean, so. <laughs> that's so good. Goodness. <laughs> oh, there's only one way. Yeah, but there is a way. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine being trapped? Underground, and if somebody says, well, I got bad news, ain't but one way out of here. What? There's not multiple? <laughs> Wouldn't you just go do the one? I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys, there's one way out. Well, I'm not leaving. I want multiple. <laughs> 15 minutes past. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Happy Good Friday to you and yours. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix. Yesterday, April one. So here we go. Uh, all the different April Fools' jokes yesterday, and uh, a lot of those going on. And some of them, people got a little carried away. Well, we had several that went bad, Rick. An Ohio woman was arrested on Thursday after she allegedly texted her sister that there was an active shooter at the plant where she worked in Springfield. Uh, and an April Fool's joke gone bad, according to reports. Yeah, I mean. Mm-hmm. 
Multiple agencies responded to the assembly plant where she works after her sister called 911 to report the shooting. Basically, she had called her sister and said something to the effect that there's a guy was fired yesterday and has come back in with a gun. We're all hiding in a locked office and asked her to call the police, according to the Dayton mm. Daily News. Mm. The woman was identified as Pamela Sisko, 57, will be charged with uh, disrupting public service and inducing a panic. Mm. That's uh, maybe a little far for your old joke. Some of them that were not uh, not as dangerous, Michael Strahan, he put out a picture of his uh, – uh, of his gout being gone in his teeth, funny, yeah. which was not true. And See, he, that, and that's a that's a that's funny, funny one. You know? He had been working on that all week, and you know, and to you try to get people like, "Hey, I'm getting dental right, care or whatever." Right. right. Uh, uh, I saw too where where Doctor Jill Biden had dressed up as a flight attendant on the Air Force One, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't know. Maybe she's confused. That sounds more like Halloween, but anyway, right. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, there's a little confusion uh, there. But. Maybe they, I hope she wasn't speaking Spanish while she was. Doing Boy, that's that. good. Right, do you think that picture I just saw straight hand? Does he look at that and realize maybe he should do that? <laughs> <laughs> I know, or should have done it a long but time it, ago. Isn't this, the gap is trademark now. I yeah, mean, but I mean, you know, if I if I if you know, there's if I had something you know like a horn sticking outside of my head and it could be removed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably, I'm with- I, I probably wouldn't scream much my trademark. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. In this, I go, you know, Michael, I know that's a joke and all, but it actually looks really good. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. Yeah. Yeah. You might really, want to go with it that. It really is a good improvement. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, I mean, Thomas Tank Engine come right through that gas. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the funniest thing to me was when he – we've talked about it when he was on the, uh, the pregame show talking about – how mean fans can be. And he said, have you ever heard 65,000 people in unison chant orthodontist? Yes, uh, orthodontist. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> who, I mean, who would get that? So, so Adler, what, and, what picture did you just show? Is that, that was her dressed up. That's what flight attendants dressed like that's on Air Force One? Yeah. yeah, that's what she dressed up as. That's what the flight attendants no, dressed up as? Sure. On Air Force One? That's when Clinton administration. I was about yeah, to say, that's, that, that's looks, that, looks a little, that looks a little Clinton administration. <laughs> right, right. That, that's not how the flight attendants stress on air force one is it i I wouldn't i wouldn't think so um or just i I don't know if it was a flight attendant on air force one or just a flight attendant she just dressed up well you say she's getting off the plane there right no she was on air force i have never been on a plane where a flight attendant looked and dressed like that. i agree with that well no i went to that island one (laughs) (laughs) what was that guy that was staring everybody out to the island Uh, (laughs) epstein's that's where houses look yeah what what i'm saying (laughs) but if you're trying to pretend to be a flight attendant on the flight your husband's on right then you would look like the flight attendants on air Air Force One. You, you wouldn't think. just. You wouldn't. You know, I've never back flown Bubba, on it. I don't know what they look like. Back to Bubba's thing. That's not an April Fool's joke no. to come on to the plane dressed as a questionable flight attendant. She was. A, I mean, she was dressed as a flight attendant named Jasmine. Okay, we, I, I don't, I don't think we're supposed job. to know this story. <laughs> to hand, and to I, hand out Dove ice cream bars on Air Force I, One. I, I think this story shouldn't have got out. I, I, I think it. this was something. I, I think Dr. Jill Biden is confused about what April Fool's is all I about. I do too, but this, is, this feels a little more Valentine's-like. Yeah, a uh, touch this, of Halloween too. Yeah, yeah. It says here she, An anniversary? She, she, had a, she had a wig uh, on, flight attendant uniform, and, and a name badge <laughs> named finish. saying Jasmine. Okay. Uh, I, and handed out ice cream bars to the press pool on a flight. <laughs> I'm going to say this again. I think this is a story between the Bidens we're not supposed to be in. On. Yeah. Uh, and well, maybe she's trying to give him a uh, April 1st that he'll remember. It said no one, not even her press team, was in on the joke until she took off her wig. 
So like, they didn't recognize her as I'm going back Dr. To, Jill Biden? I'm going back to the particular flight attendant uh, presentation she chose. That's yeah, I, I've, like I said, I've been on a lot of airplanes. I've never seen that particular look. Again, that looks a little more, I'm uh, I'm here for the next Epstein flight. Right, right. Now, there's, didn't she? I've seen business casual, but that's, uh, that's right. a whole other deal. Hmm. You know? And, and hey, that's like red district formal. I'm all about uh, uh, people who are happily married uh, keeping a little spice in their marriage. All absolutely. about that. Yeah, not, th- I'm just not sure. How, I'm not sure this is really ties to April Fool's. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think there's right. some confusion here. But, yeah. yeah, but anyway, whatever uh, the crazy okay. Biden's are doing. You know yeah. what? To, to you know, tell you what. Did y'all see who was it? Hams was was it you? And I'm sorry, Adler, because we didn't tell you about this. But was it you that sent the footage that they took that crowd that's that obviously at a school watching their team right. like yes. for in some championship? Right. Some and, soccer match. And, and him coming up the steps and he makes it to the top. <laughs> and they go nuts. That's crazy. The greatest that's thing crazy. ever. That God, that was good. I, I, but I laughed yeah. out Thank loud you. at that. I laughed out. <laughs> 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 I go nuts. I go nuts so it. good. So, um, oh my goodness! Uh, while he's pulling that one up, I have a, uh, another bad one here. We got a mom that called her daughter in Kansas to say she had just been shot at home. Oh my god! And so her daughter called the cops, and they surrounded the woman's house. Of course, she had not been shot, and she's now arrested on unlawful request for emergency service assistance. The cops didn't think that was too funny. As no. they can up to can the we house. can we just across the board, just as a general rule on April Fool stuff, leave things with guns, mm-hmm. shots, and police out of it? Mm-hmm. Okay, right, I think that's right. where you probably need to draw the line. Yeah. Um, now this one's kind of look, funny. Please look. Here's Biden. Yeah, this is this is it. Look at Biden going steps. Here he is going up the steps. Here he is going up steps. He makes it to the top. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> 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 one more time. One more time. One more time. Sick of Greg. And even their anticipation, they're pointing you. He's gonna do it. He's gonna make it. Do you feel like that is so good? Do you feel like that clip will be edited for a lot of different things? You know, remember how the old Hitler one was, where he pitches the fit with somebody. And every and by the way, every one of those. Every one of them, when they use that speech that the guy playing Hitler does or whatever, every single attempt at that I've seen has been funny. Now some more funny than others, Mm -hmm. but they're all funny. Yeah, when you when they put the verbiage in, oh, and, God, and, oh good. I'm gonna tell you one of my favorites. And what makes it so good is he's speaking German, so none of us know what he's really saying. <laughs> so well, they put it in in text. You right, know, yeah, and it's, yeah, it's really good. Well, yeah. what was what was funny is, um, and it's it's totally inside, but it was so creative. Was the one that Gorowski put together yes. about Speedy getting the Moultrie package? Yeah, can funny. I tell you what? Yes. That, it was only funny yeah. to us. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but yeah. I, but I'm gonna tell you what it slayed. Yeah. I showed that to a lot of people. Yeah. I cried <laughs> a lot over it. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was that yeah, Moultrie package. Something else. I, I think. I think. <laughs> oh, you like that package? I think this clip we just saw has that potential. For all kinds no of things. Doubt. Uh-huh. No yeah, doubt. I don't know who has the, the raw footage of that, but I'd like to get a copy of it myself. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that one, and I know we did it in the kickoff hour, but we're going to do it later in the show. And also, there's got to be something we can do with this uh, the, the Cleveland Indians mm-hmm. announcer yes. doing, doing his calling yes. show. Yes, my goodness. Golly. Oh, yeah, that's so gold. Good. good gracious. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That, that, I mean, he I've, lost. I've never, I've never seen anybody go from zero to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He went from 
normal. You, you, yeah. you even don't even see in his face really no. indication no. that this comment's bothering him. Well, and he screamed, get off my show. But how about this? <laughs> it obviously did. It oh, Rick, it yes, ex- it I did. mean, it's yeah. like he turned the wick up. <laughs> he demands that the Indian fans uh, not be so fair weathered. You're yeah. an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. You're a fair weather idiot. I reckon the guy's screaming, I'm not an idiot. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I like when the guy says no. And he goes, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do that again later. We're just, oh. just about time we're needing it for energy. Yeah, hold that. Hold it back. <laughs> Bottom of the hour. I had a little fun on uh, April Fool's Day yesterday. You did? Yeah. What, yeah, buddy. No, no, what I did to y'all. I, did, I mean, I didn't let that no, You didn't let it so. I didn't let it sit a second. Rick, five minutes. You should have waited. Oh, no, that's too cruel. I was calling my wife. Too cruel. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Oh, Lord, my God. When I, an awesome wonder, consider all the worlds the hands have made. I see the stars. I hear the Universe display, then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art! We're back 36 minutes past. How great thou art. Right, as, uh, as we come back, uh, a question that, um, that we all have to ask, and that is, Am I paying? Too much uh, on my homeowners and my automobile insurance, and sadly, likely we are, uh, and because we don't put a lot of thought into it. But with Gabby.com slash Bubba, uh, you can get a better insurance. Uh, you can look and find out what all the other big uh, insurance companies are asking uh, for you to pay for the exact same coverage. We're not asking you to have less coverage. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything to use this service. There's no obligation to do anything other than you're getting information so you know where you stand. Uh, the average savings right now, right at $1,000 uh, per year. And, of course, I've had emails of people that have done even better than that uh, who may have big families, you know, multiple automobiles and this kind of thing. So why don't you find out? Uh, it takes just a few minutes. It is free. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, and then you can look and see that, um, you know, how does it look when you see you compared to the other big insurance companies? They'll pull up. 40 others, all state farmers, state farm, travelers, progressive, nationwide, they'll all be there. And then you look and you see what they're charging for your automobile, the same coverage you need, your, your home, the same coverage you need or desire. And then you look and see which one's a better price. And if it's a few dollars here, you may not want to fool with it. But if it's a substantial savings, then you make a move. And, I, and like I said, the average is about $1,000 a year. So go to Gabby.com slash Bubba to find out uh, how you can use this service. And, again, there's no charge for it. Gabby.com slash Bubba rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So it was um, April Fool's yesterday. We just gave some stories of some that were kind of strange and then others that seemed to kind of be 
over the line, but um, <laughs> it was um, it was it was funny. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm Rick. I know this is crazy. I dressed up as a flight attendant yeah, yesterday. Right. I said whatever. My name was Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. What, what in the world? Um, you know, I, I I lived in in fear of you know the constant uh, barrage from you know the Garys of the world oh, you know, yeah, who, yeah. who live for this kind of day. Uh, I found out that I was not the I was not the victim. He tried one, but it didn't really pick up any momentum. But I I think I did find out that he said. That he had to go to a home improvement store and and get some some boards, you know. Right. And the guy said, he said, he said, and I was talking to the guy yesterday. It was great. You missed it. And he said, he said, well, how long do you need them? He said, well, I plan on keeping them for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, so, but anyway, um, so so I started thinking to myself yesterday. So yesterday we were um, we were on the road with with Team Manchurch, Manchurch.com. We went to. Uh, Mobile, Alabama. Bubba, cool. You got to see some of these shots because we were inside the hangar there at the USS Alabama. So you've got these fighter jets and you've got these historic aircraft mm-hmm. there in the hangar. And and the right outside, of course, was the actual ship. Right. And um, you know, and and this is a good point. This point was made. You know, when you you look at that's that's me walking by there's sitting right there battleship. Yeah, wow. as we're as we're going in. There's the USS Alabama. This was a a men's event uh, where there's two campuses of a church called the People of Mars Hill. One's in Fairhope, Alabama. One's in Mobile, Alabama. And periodically, the men of each campus have a meeting together, and that's yeah. kind of what this was. Cool. And uh, so we, we we went there and we brought our, our resources from the manchurch.com and. Boy, a lot, a lot of folks. I, I saw Coop. I mean, Coop was there. I saw, oh, really? I saw, Coop? Chris, I thought Chris from Pensacola was was in in, in rare form. Did Coop was. have his black socks? On? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, he, he was ready to go. Had his Rick and Bubba mask on. Uh, <laughs> That's right, good. Right. Had a bit of an incident involving masks, but I won't get into that. But the uh, didn't have anything to do with me. I was, I was, I was, oh. I was exempt for this. So what was funny is, um, so so this trip is happening now. This is is Brad. And Joe, and I want you to remember talking about Joe because Joe, um, he, he he told me an interesting thing about he and his wife involving the show, which was very very interesting. So anyway, back to the April Fool's part. So we're supposed to all be uh, at the airport at three forty five, and that was that was well understood. Mm-hmm. But what gave me some room for fun is that. Those of us that were going to ride together in one vehicle were meeting at three fifteen to get to the airport for three forty five. So I, I I do have a couple of times that I can play with. Okay. Okay. So uh, so uh, relatively new to Team Man Church is a man named Andrew Varvudis. Okay. And it's <laughs> oh, a weird say it's, that last name Varvudis. It's a combination like of his family is is Greek and from New York, but he grew up in Covington, Louisiana. So he's he's half I like Louisiana, that name. half I like Greek. That. Yeah. Very much approved when it comes to Cajun food. I won't get into that today. Okay, very much so. So anyway, um, so he and I live close to each other, so we're just going to ride together, okay? And um, so so anyway, so I'm, I wait, and I look down, it's 245, okay? So here we go. So I call, and he answers. Hey! I said, look, man, I, I couldn't wait any longer. I said, I had to go. I said, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why you're not. I said, I could not wait on you because, I mean, we are leaving at 315, so I'm gone. And I said, I apologize. I'll just get Bones to handle what you were going to do. He'll just do double duty tonight. I'm so sorry. And I said, but I can't wait any longer. He's like, huh, what? And you hear him hollering. <laughs> look, and he's like, what are you talking? What? And he, Did I have the time wrong? And, look, and, he's, and, he, and then, he starts, oh, yeah. then he starts saying, I'll just, I'll just get my – I'll just go right sit, try to get you there. 
And finally, I said, hey, Andrew. He said, I said, April Fool's. He goes, silence. He goes, he goes, I, I literally, wrong, he said, I literally just got out of the shower. And he goes, I was like, I'm pulling my belt onto my jeans. I have no shirt on. <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes, and I am now running all over my house. You know how that thing, yeah. that when you're late, that frantic thing hits oh, you. Yeah. So then, so then I can't let bones off the hook. Okay. So you know that we couldn't, we couldn't fly during the tornado. We talked about that. Uh, Wingo was supposed to go speak Wednesday night, severe weather again, couldn't fly. So I've got a good trend going here. Well, it was clear yesterday. But we had gusting winds of 20 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was. So, a little windy. So, Bones. Hey, man. We got to get in the car. If we leave right now, I said, we can we can get there at six. I said, it's about three and a half hours to Mobile. I said, so we got to go right now. What? 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 I said, well, I just, I just heard from the pilot. He ain't flying. I said, he said, he said, he don't like he's gusting. Crosswinds. He's crosswinds. He don't yeah. like it. I said, here we go again. I guess I guess we're never going to fly again. I said, so just, I said, where are you? What? 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 <laughs> he's like, I'm at the airport. I said, well you, got, well, you better start going this way. You don't need to be at the airport. And uh, and I said, I said, we got to go. I said, if we don't leave right now, we're going to be late. <laughs> like that. And he's like, oh, I can miss. And he's straight, he's straight, <laughs> and, I look, look, and then he said, well, I got somebody going with me. I said, and I said, I said hey, Bones, April Fool's. He goes, silence. And he goes, that is so wrong. It's wrong in so many ways. So, so I kind of enjoyed doing that throughout the day. But uh, so, so we, uh, you know, of course, then I have to do the famous thing to what the guy who's expecting me in Mobile. Oh yeah, you got to get him. To- See, he's making the rounds. Oh yeah. Huh? Then I sent y'all text. Which of course yeah. you did. Yeah. Yeah. Hitting everybody. Bubba, what happened? Well, I, knew, I knew that wasn't real. Yeah. You had an inside to that one. By the way, if I'd said the opposite, you would have thought it was actually. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, but but here's the thing again. Okay. So I said this when I said, uh, "Did you get my voicemail?" You know, that's my. You favorite. text him. Yeah. yeah. Did you get my voicemail? That's right. my favorite. You see those little three circles? Did you? Yeah. No man, what? I said, I mean, I ain't gonna be able to make it. And I said, mm-hmm. if y'all got somebody there, I said, can you pastor just do it? I mean, I know this is something y'all been doing for a while. I mean, don't really have to. I don't really have to be there. Uh-uh. And uh, <laughs> and I hate what? Huh? What? And and, 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 and I mean, I must have missed it. So then I said, man, I'm just messing. And so so it, so, so I really had a, I really I really really had a really good time. So <laughs> so so, so when we come back, I'm gonna tell you about meeting these guys. And um, I. There was you know you ever you ever sometimes talk to even fans of the show and you're kind of like well you have to kind of well you do realize and so I'll tell you this story we come back and, and this whole deal with with because you know anytime you go there's there's the contact of the bunch and, the, and these are like two guys that work together and I'd, I'd actually met uh, Brad who 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 is is doing the men's ministry there for the Mobile campus and I'd met him through uh, through Brian Gill okay. uh, up here yeah. their buddies yeah. and they do a podcast together that outdoor oh, okay. so so I'd met him. But I'd never met his his cohort Joe, and um, let me tell you, Joe's laid back. Okay, okay. and uh, and so I'll tell you a funny story. And he even said last night as we got on the plane, he goes, "I'm on the show tomorrow." And I said, "Oh, absolutely, 100 <laughs> percent." And uh, so it was uh, not even in doubt. You ever you ever been around those those guys that like every time you see them, it looks like they just woke up. Yes, and they're very laid back. And, you know, why did you look at me? When very you said funny, that? you know what I mean. But the hair is never quite neat. It, 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 it looks like they just ran their hand through it. Uh-huh. You know, every time you see them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
caught up in your presence I just wanna sit here at your feet I'm caught up in this holy moment I never wanna leave It is uh, nine minutes to the top of the hour. Good Friday edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Oh, I'm not here for blessings. Jesus, you don't owe me anything. More than anything that you can do. How about this? I just want you. All right, so we're talking about the trip uh, last night and looking forward to Saturday night. Be, uh, we'll be back out on the road and headed down to Shelby, Alabama, South Shelby uh, Baptist Church and the men there for their wild game feast. That'll be our next stop on Saturday night if you're in that area. Details are at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. And as we've said, many of these events are, are they're so different on how they're either ticketed, they're 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 for everybody, they're they're for just the men of that church or, you know, whatever it may be. Get all the details uh there at rickandbubba.com under events. So Mobile, Alabama last night, the hangar of the USS battleship, the Alabama, which was kind of cool. And so uh, we're there. So um the two hosts for us were were two men there from uh, the people of Mars Hill that work with the men's ministry and, and the discipleship of, of the men at that church. And, and of course, it was a big outreach, too, for people that want to come. And a lot of people came because they were supporters of our show. And, you know, the thing that always is so odd when you go to Mobile, Alabama, and some of you are around the country, you know, our home state is Alabama, this Mobile, Alabama market for us has been an odd experience. Um, but And I told the story a couple of times last night because you know what I have, and it's usually guys that are our age or maybe a little older, they walk up to me and they're like, "Why, why, why are you not on a radio station here?" And I'm like, "Why were you? Why were y'all taking?" I said, "You know, I, that's a great question. Uh, I can't really answer it. I can, I can make some some theories, uh, but it was one of these situations where we were on a really big FM there, had had one of our books released, went to do a book signing, or was it a CD? Was it a book? It's a book. And 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 it was. I mean, I, this is not to say anything about us. I'm just saying if you're if you're thinking, you know, the indicator sometimes if you're using the show, whether it's successful or not, is people actually listening to it. Would, would we, is, that an, is that a fair statement? And we had a huge turnout to the point that, that Walmart had to go to a bookstore and buy books from them yeah. Yeah. and bring them over to Walmart, and we were supposed to be there two hours, and I think we ended up being there four. So I, you remember how good we felt? We, oh, yeah. We, yeah, we, we, we folks got, lined up. It was a great night. Met a lot of really, really nice people. But you and I get on the plane that night thinking, hey, man, this this mobile thing's really working out yeah. for us. And I'm not trying to exaggerate, but I know it was a short period of time after that they took us off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the exact time frame. Yeah, we, I want to say it was only weeks, but we were, maybe it was more than that. We were a little shocked. Months. Close. Yeah. Yeah. At, at worst case. Yeah. So that was a shocker. And then no one there has ever had any interest in putting the show on since. But because of today's technology, there's people all around there that can pick up some of the affiliates that are close. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some that are close, but there's not a, you know, right there like we had before. Uh, but other people just listen to the TuneIn app or, or the podcast archives or watch us on YouTube or whatever. So uh, so anyway, so we're there. So the, the, the guy that picks us up at the airport, his name is Joe. Okay. <laughs> so Joe immediately, I'm realizing, is the vehicle he's in, he, he doesn't seem, it's kind of a big you know, SUV kind of thing to get the crew in mm-hmm. and get get the resources in and all that. And he gets tries to get to the gate to come in to pick us up at the plane. And I can see he's kind of genuine. He, he's really 
he doesn't seem to be driving it smoothly. Okay. Okay. So so we get in and it's got all the high tech stuff. You know, it's got the keyless and it's got mm-hmm. all the stuff in it. Beautiful automobile. I never did figure out whose it was because I picked up real quick. <laughs> it wasn't his. Okay. And he goes, I'm sorry, guys. This is not my vehicle. I don't even know how to operate this. And you know, all he's thinking about is don't let me scratch it trying to get in out of these gates. Uh-huh. Whatever. He's very, very concerned about it. But I, another thing I noticed about Joe is even though he seemed like a relatively younger guy that has grown up in the world of high tech, he seems to have rejected it. It's it's like he doesn't like he he doesn't seem to know where we are and where we're going and and I remember suggesting well you could just put it in in the Google Maps and it would take us right it's like he wasn't willing to do that and and so it's almost like Joe wanted to see if he could do it you know back old school like some right. people who who right. choose to go live off the land we're gonna rough it yeah we're even rough though it's not yeah. necessary and I'm like I, I really think that's maybe a better way to go and and and, and then he can't he doesn't know how to like op- shooting a bow when you could use a gun yeah and, right. and then he looks down at the air <laughs> yeah. he looks down at the heating and air situation in there and he's just completely aghast he's like I I got no idea how to get air to the people in the back <laughs> you know and this kind of stuff and and so uh, so I'm like I, I see right there where it says the the the, the rear. I, I think probably that right there. Would you would you push that? And I'm like, am I am I having to am I having to run this car? I mean, <laughs> Joe's got a car. He didn't know how to, how to run it. And and so he so so we're we're talking and and so anyway, he says this. Right, th- th- look, this is the ultimate right now. He said, I just want to tell you something. My wife is just a huge fan of the show. And I said, Oh, that's great. Thank you. He goes, Matter of fact, every time we go on a road trip, every single time. He goes, we pull out the CD, uh, something gold, uh, gold one. I said, you're talking about Radio Gold. <laughs> yeah, oh, Radio Gold. And then he starts doing the best of off Radio Gold, the okay. things they like. The, he said, I almost brought you, I almost brought you a, a, uh, a bottle of fart spray because we laughed so hard at that story on there about y'all and the news guy. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's great. So did we. Yeah, he yes. goes, look, look, no, y'all, not ready for, y'all not ready for what's next. He said, man, we just love that CD. I mean, we just, I mean, we pop it in, we listen to it, man, we've memorized all the bits on it. I said, so is that the is that the only CD you have? And he looks at me and said, huh? Mm-mm. I said, you know, there's like 26 others. <laughs> and he goes, really? No. And then I said, oh, I said, stop. Joe, you, you don't know that we have other CDs. Mm. I said, or you could go to Apple and and or, you know any of the digital downloads and just there's piles of it out there. There's piles of. Are you oh, locked into whatever year Radio Go came out? Have you not known the show has continued? Well, it, it was a good one. I, <laughs> yeah, I'll give I mean, you that. Right. But I'm right. right it was Radio Go. And he, look, he goes, it was Radio Go. <laughs> he looks at me. He goes, well, how about that? So you had well, no how idea. How about that? You know, you ever knew there were others? Well, I know what she's getting for Christmas. And and I <laughs> wow. and I said, well, Joe, th- there's this is not a. Your wife should probably know this. I mean, if, if she's you know, because you get the thing if she's really into the show. And then I vicariously know the show through my wife. And there's mm-hmm. a lot, you know, do we have these different ranges? Yeah. It could be one. Sometimes they're You're both all in. Sometimes it's one spouse. So, so then, <laughs> so then we get to the event and it, and it's over. And now we're trying to get back to the airport. And I look again, and he's not. He goes, "Yeah, hey, y'all remember the exit to get to the airport?" And I said, "Joe, why, why don't you, why don't you just put the airport in to the?" He goes, "No, nah, no, nah, I think I know which one it is." And I see a sign. I said, "Joe." If we see Pascagoula city limits, you've missed it. <laughs> oh. and, uh, I, 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 we, we are rolling to Pascagoula as hard as you can go. And, uh, and, I, don't, and I don't think that's near. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say that. Rick, our necessary. Right, we're we're going to miss the airport. If, if, if We've missed it. This is we, where Speedy grew up. What right, are we doing yeah. over here? And, uh, and, and he, it's, <laughs> like, it's like, I don't know if it was some kind okay. of dare. Like he, you know how sometimes people say, I want to see if I can do, you know, one of these thrill seekers. Right, yeah. I mean, I was like. Probably not the just, time. Just put it into the, just put it into, it's like, it's almost, I've never seen a guy this young be so low tech. <laughs> 
and, and it's almost like he's chosen to live off the grid or something. Uh-huh. Right. And that's okay, but but there's a smoother way. And and, and he, he, he ends up on the wrong exit a couple times and gets real close. And gets turned around and yeah. gets off oh, this isn't it. You know, and he, now now he's trying to turn this big vehicle around that he didn't know how to drive. And I, Did and, I just say welcome to Mississippi? Right. And, 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 then, and then he looks at me and he goes, I'm on the show tomorrow. And I said, 100%. And I said, and I'm kind of hoping it's not as good a story as I'm afraid it's about to be. Yeah. You know? So, uh, you know, and trying to get us in the gate, we got back to the airport. Oh, my God. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, here's Rick and Bubba. Ashamed of what I've done. It is six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Rick, Bubba. honored and privileged. Glad to be here with you on a good Friday. It is a good Friday. We've been doing this for years. For those of you that uh, share our faith, a time of reflection. For those of you that uh, maybe uh, you're considering uh, what uh, what is taking place um, and, and, and you'd like to know what is actually being celebrated today, we'll go to the Scriptures and we'll spend time reflecting on why today truly is Good Friday. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. So this day shall be to you a memorial and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. The Gospel according to Mark. Immediately in the morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council, and they bound Jesus, led him away, and delivered him to Pilate. Then Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? It is as you say. And the chief priests accused him of many things, but he answered nothing. Do you answer nothing? See how many things they testify against you? But Jesus still answered nothing, so that Pilate marveled. Now at the feast, he was accustomed to releasing one prisoner to them, whomever they requested. And there was one named Barabbas, who was chained with his fellow rebels, They had committed murder in the rebellion. Then the multitude, crying aloud, began to ask him to do just as he had always done for them. But Pilate answered them, Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? For he knew that the chief priests had handed him over because of envy. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd so that he should rather release Barabbas to them. What then do you want me to do with him, whom you call the king of the Jews? So they cried out again. Why? What evil has he done? But they cried out all the more. 
So Pilate, wanting to gratify the crowd, released Barabbas to them, and he delivered Jesus after he had scourged him to be crucified. Then the soldiers led him away into the hall called Praetorium, and they called together the whole garrison. And they clothed him with purple, and they twisted a crown of thorns, put it on his head, and began to salute him. Hail, King of the Jews! Hail, King of the Jews! Then they struck him on the head with a reed, and spat on him. And bowing the knee, they worshipped him. And when they had mocked him, they took the purple off him, put his own clothes on him, and led him out to crucify him. Then they compelled a certain man, Simon the Cyrenian, the father of Alexander and Rufus, as he was coming out of the country and passing by, to bear his cross. And they brought him to the place Golgotha, which is translated, place of a skull. Then they gave him wine mingled with myrrh to drink, but he did not take it. And when they crucified him, they divided his garments, casting lots for them to determine what every man should take. Now it was the third hour, and they crucified him. And the inscription of his accusation was written above, the King of the Jews. With him, they also crucified two robbers, one on his right and the other on his left. So the scripture was fulfilled, which says, and he was numbered with the transgressors. And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha! You who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. Likewise, the chief priests also, mocking among themselves with the scribes. He saved others. Himself he cannot save. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the cross, that we may see and believe. Even those who were crucified with him reviled him. Now, when the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Hello, Lama Sabachthani, which is translated, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of those who stood by when they heard that said, Look, he's calling for Elisha. Then someone ran and filled a sponge full of sour wine, put it on a reed, and offered it to him to drink. Let him alone. Let us see if Elijah will come to take him down. And Jesus cried out with a loud voice and breathed his last. of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. So when the centurion who stood opposite him saw that he cried out like this and breathed his last, he said, Truly this man was the Son of God. 
There were also women looking on from afar, among whom was Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James the Less and of Joses, and Salome, who also followed him and ministered to him when he was in Galilee, and many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. Now, when evening had come, because it was the preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent council member, who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God, coming and taking courage, went into Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate marveled that he was already dead, and summoning the centurion, he asked him if he had been dead for some time. So when he found out from the centurion, he granted the body to Joseph. Then he bought fine linen, took him down, and wrapped him in the linen. And he laid him in a tomb which had been hewn out of the rock, and rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. And Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joses observed where he was laid. Now when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices that they might come and anoint him. Very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen, and they said among themselves, Who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, for it was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him, as he said to you. So they went out quickly and fled from the tomb, for they trembled and were amazed. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Now when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. And when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. After that, he appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table, and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. And there it is. Uh, that is why today is called a Good Friday, even though it's remembering a brutal, brutal payment for sin. And as you heard, beginning in the Old Testament, the 
ultimate and final Lamb of God has shed the final blood, and all who are redeemed by his blood, death will pass them by. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. the people we go uh phone troll right now 866 we be big and uh, we'll open up the lines harry murdahl standing by and we'll take your phone calls right now we'll line those up we'll do that uh, probably for the rest of this segment and then uh, maybe into next segment any topic you want to talk about at 866 we be big we do have 10 lines available so easier to get in and then when we do the phone troll we'll start rolling through those uh one by one and the line in front of you will move uh, you know, rapidly, and it won't take you that long to be on. So if you want to speak to any topic or ask a question or make a comment, now we're not doing meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. They get an immediate buzzer. Uh, but if you have a topic uh, or you have a question or you have a comment to make, uh, you can get in right now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. While those phone calls are being lined up, let me remind you that this weekend, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast is available again. This is our unique weekly podcast a 45-minute show with yours truly, Rick and Bubba, doing interviews and discussing topics in, in kind of a, a long-form format versus the uh, some of the little short-term 10-minute segments you get on a normal show. But anyway, uh, we're going to talk about Common Core and kind of uh, the whole educational process uh, You know with, that we've kind of left the original plan of how we educate our children and some of the things that have been going on. We've talked about this on the show before, how the government has now become the educator uh, of our children in, in many ways. And th- in this common core, some people, you know, I think it's great. Other people are kind of questioning it. So we talked to Joan Landis, who goes around speaking about this and also some uh, kind of a, I don't know the other word. She kind of almost like somebody thinking out of the box on, on better ways to educate, especially boys. Yeah, yeah interesting. Uh, And so you can hear uh, some of the things she has to say uh, this weekend on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. So let's start with Josh in the great state of Alabama. Josh, you got 30 seconds on the Rick and Bubba show. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. How hey, y'all doing? We're good, man. Hey, I just want to give you a heads up. Do not waste your money on going to the movie theaters to see Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, but if you got HBO Max at home, it's uh, worth watching it at home, but it's not worth buying a ticket for. Thank y'all, fellas. Have a good day. Yeah, I, I have... Um... I don't have any desire to see King Kong versus Godzilla. I mean, I'm talking about none. That doesn't appeal to me. This one's seen a little bit in, of it. In the least. Well, Got are, caught up in it a little bit. Why are they fighting, by the way? Yeah, it, well, let, let me yeah. tell you. I'm trying to. Is it one monster per city? Uh, uh, it, no. It's, um, don't they team up at the end? Or I, well, I've ruined well, they always do. Well, they are ruining it for uh, Of course. Well, if you've seen do. Superman we, versus Batman, Batman whatever, yeah. that's kind of the same thing. Well, here's this. This is this is what Babylon. A lot of people hate you right now. Listen, this is what. This is what Babylon B has to say about line. Oh, Babylon yeah. B about this movie. So good. Hollywood screenwriter unsure how to inject woke politics into a movie about a giant monkey punching a giant lizard. <laughs> That's good. Katrina in Alabama. <laughs> Katrina, go ahead. Welcome. 30 seconds. Yeah, I was just um, going to get y'all's thoughts on the Nike shoes that came out. And if y'all have already covered that, I apologize. I didn't hear that part. But I just wanted to see what y'all's thoughts were on those. Uh, we did talk about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we did several, uh, well, probably two or three segments mm-hmm. on it. Uh, Speedy says he has an update. Yes, we did talk about that, Katrina. And, and uh, Major- I think I can go nutshell. We're down on satanic shoes. Yeah, we're yes, th- we are. Thumbs down on <laughs> Satan shoes. Yep. And, and uh, the last we heard, Nike was going to sue this, uh, this artist. 
saying he cannot make satanic shoes out of their product. Mm-hmm. And, you, and an update is they won that? They won or that, they and a uh, cease and desist order has been uh, issued. Now, unfortunately, all the shoes had already been sold, I think, except one pair, mm-hmm. about $600,000 worth that, mm-hmm. that uh, Nas X made on that. And that ought um, to really concern us. Uh, and uh, But Nike won that, uh, that ruling uh, and have, has sent him a – so what do they a do? Letter. What do they do? He's got he's or got six hundred thousand dollars worth of them, and he's already sold them. What what can they do about the Satan shoes that that for some reason people desire to have and wear? What can they do? I mean, That's a great do, question. do they? Um, but the points made that Nike distanced themselves from this and said they did not produce these shoes. Correct. So uh, and so Nike gets the restraining order against him. So. Okay. Blocking all sales, but unfortunately for them, most had already been sold. I think besides a maybe a pair. Daryl <laughs> in Dublin. Daryl, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead, thirty seconds. Hey guys, I was uh, Monkey Grass Green Acres. Thank you, man. Appreciate Thank you. you calling. Come on with it. <laughs> What's on your mind? All right. Uh, no, I just uh, I've been listening to you guys a while and uh, decided I I start my wife's car every morning and I switch the radio station over and. Uh, she got to work and told me that she liked y'all. So, oh, really? So you won her Pretty over good. by leaving it on the radio in her car after you drove it. <laughs> Rick, he booby trapped the radio. He did whatever it takes, man. <laughs> what, I mean, <laughs> I mean, whatever it takes to bring somebody in the loop. Yeah. And could I clarify something, if you don't mind? Back to the Nas story, he had already sold over six hundred pairs. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know the cost that he brought in, well, but think- he had already sold over six hundred pairs. Of the shoes that, and so they're like they were basically almost sold out. Well, here's what we know. I don't know what his cost is, but he was mm-hmm. charging a thousand dollars for them. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't know what his profit was. But, right. Uh, let's go to Jim out of Birmingham, one zero four seven WZZK. Jim, go ahead. Hey, it's Jim out of Birmingham, but uh, man, I, I called last week and uh, I forgot to say, Monkey Grass Green Acres, I uh, love you guys. Thank you. I was bringing up. Uh, the last segment, I, I would classify myself as a big guy. I'm a heavyweight, and uh, and I was sitting in here crying like a baby. I just, I, I love listening to the scripture. I love how y'all run the show, man. Thank you. Yeah, and, and all of us, I think that's why we should do it. I, I think, and, and I and I just despise myself and and can't believe when you go back and realize what God did to have how how I so many times in my life I was so casual about it. It's just—it's really hard to fathom unless I didn't really understand what took place. Because if you understand what took place, you—you you cannot have a apathetic response to it. And uh, either you don't really believe it, and that was my case. I mean, I believed it, but I—it uh, it certainly was not uh, something that I placed in the where, where uh, redemption was not something. I kind of thought that was just a kind of a casual thing mm-hmm. that happened through the culture that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really understanding repentance and, and, and things of that nature. So, right. so anyway, uh, we'll come back. We'll continue with the phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. And it, that's kind of what it's all about on these days that we reflect about these historical, biblical moments in our world. And this weekend is a biggie. Uh, we'll be right back, and we'll continue with whatever you want to talk about at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
Good Friday edition of the Rick and Bubba Show, 35 minutes past the hour. Your phone calls will continue, and then we'll uh, got some other stories that we'll play back for you today. Some uh, some pretty funny stuff coming up, too. I uh, wanted to remind you about the Car Shield. Car Shield, if you are, maybe you are going on the road today. Uh, you're going to go try to go see some family and, and uh, celebrate uh, this weekend. Uh, remember the crucifixion. Be thankful for it, and then celebrate the resurrection. Uh, and you might be heading out in a vehicle, and you're thinking to yourself, you know, we got big plans, and uh, I don't have a warranty anymore, and if this automobile goes south, uh, this is going to be on us, and, and that can take uh, all of our plans and wad them up and throw them away because the automobile doesn't care what your plans are. They don't care if you've been saving some money. They don't care about any of that. So you need to be sure you're just simply protected. So if your car doesn't have a warranty anymore, get a protection plan from carshield.com. Uh, it doesn't matter if the vehicle has 5,000 or 150,000 miles. Um, you you can cover it if it doesn't have a warranty on it, and there's different protection plans. Here's what you get. You get roadside assistance 24-7. Uh, you get a rental car at no additional charge to you. And if it's a covered repair, they will deal with the ASC certified mechanic of your choice, and they'll pay them directly. Okay? And, boy, I love getting the emails of people said, I'm glad I got my car under the shield. So go to carshield.com. Use the co- promo code Bubba. We'll save you 10% too. There's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. To the phones we go. Uh, Adam standing by in Dothan, News Talk 103.9. Adam, go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. I was just going to call and uh, tell you, you know, I got a pair of shoes that I'm coming out with. It's an uh, old pair of leather sandals. We call them Jesus cleats. And uh, they're free. All you do is accept them, and every pair comes with a soul. So, you know, they're out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Like we told you, Nike at least has got um, you know a restraint order, basically saying you got to stop what you're doing. Then we'll see how it all turns out. Yeah, for a period of time. I was reading the uh, uh, the order by the judge, Rick, and it's uh, the 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 defendant. It, it's it's uh, actually the company who's making this or claiming a, a First Amendment uh, right to do this, and uh, the judge is saying. You know, you're going to have an opportunity to defend that, but at this point, Stop uh, because of the damage and confusion that's being done to the Nike logo, which they do own, uh, I'm going to, uh, you know, restrain any activity from taking place until we have another hearing. Jan in Alabama. Jan, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Yes, sir. I just wanted to call and thank you guys for uh, playing and talking about the Passover. People need to realize how important today is and how important Sunday is. And it's not just about the Easter Bunny. It's not just about, you know, silly things. This is something very serious and very important to me and to my family. And y'all go, you guys, I just appreciate y'all. People need to wake up. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, it, it's interesting when you look at and the reason why we started that with the with the Old Testament about the Passover lamb is, uh, and it was in this room. You know, there was um, uh, a Messianic Jewish person who was here, the guy that was doing the baseball stuff in, in Israel and all that, and he said that's how he came to acknowledge Christ as Messiah was through the Old Testament because he wasn't allowed to see the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And um, this was brought to my attention um, uh, by my pastor about how when Jesus is on the cross and he finally does say he, he, he will accept his palate being moistened so we can hear to Telestai, it is finished, paid in full. He, so he announces this deal, you know. But they hand him that, that sponge on a hyssop branch. 
And of course, he brought to the first time I'd ever heard that. He said, "Now this is an interesting choice because it's Chris not, yeah, because it's it's not the the best tool you would use. You would get some like a cane pole or mm-hmm. something like that. It's really a bush, but the hyssop branch is reminding and giving everybody their best shot. You do see this hyssop branch, which is what they use to paint the blood mm-hmm. over the doorpost." Uh, so that the angel of death would pass by all who have the blood of the perfect lamb, the Passover lamb, on their doorposts. So here is the ultimate lamb of God. Uh, the, the, the sponge goes up to him, and they use a hyssop branch, just like they did for the Passover. It's kind and, of flimsy. Yeah, yeah, and then it moistens his palate, where we then hear it is finished, mm-hmm. which is our tetelestai, paid in full. Awesome. Uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, Texas checking in. Patrick. Patrick, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Greetings from the Republic of Texas, heavy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you get, I'm sure you guys have talked about it in the past, that uh, TV series or the show series, I don't know what you call it, called The Chosen. The Chosen, yeah. 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 This, this is that new technology mm-hmm. where this is a listener-financed uh, streaming series, uh, and their first season was a global phenomenon. And they have season two, and they're going to release the episode one of season two on uh, Easter Sunday. It is amazing the quality. It is yeah, yeah. it is so much better than most things I've ever seen like that. It is. It's really well done. And we're actually going to play the trailer for season two before the show's over today. And we've had the guy who uh, played Jesus on the show uh, interviewed him. Was it in a podcast? Or the we we, we have Both. had uh, we've had Dallas Jenkins, who's the right. creator and producer, on twice, right, uh, on the show. Yeah. And then we've had the actor who uh, who portrays Jesus. On the big show and on a podcast, right? Is that yeah. right? Jonathan Rumi. Yeah, haven't we had him on yeah. both? Yes, I think so. I know he was on a podcast, but was he on here? He one was. Time he was on the main Oh, that's show right, because we said, hey, 10 minutes wasn't enough. All yeah. right, all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he does a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Uh, Chris and Aniston. Chris, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, good morning. I just wanted to ask, I mean, the person whose blood is in these shoes, are they not worried that they could be framed for some kind of crime? Uh, you know, I don't know that there really is so, what, what kind of crime. I mean, you could do a drop of blood just by piercing your finger. I mean, um, yeah, I, I, they, they say that there's human blood in it. Who knows? I mean, it may be yeah. in it. Uh, what's his name? Uh, little Noss or whoever. Nas. <laughs> Nas. <laughs> LNX. Yeah. I don't like saying his uh, name. I mean, after all yeah, that, I, I, I don't know. I mean, but they, they may have put <laughs> one drop in for all of it. Who knows? Well, you know, well, Let's go to Matt. We've seen, we've seen that stunt before. Yeah. Matt, it's going to be interesting how the actual case rules, because right now all they're doing is stopping what's going on so they right. can they can hear everybody's side of it. Yep. It's basically going to be copyright infringement versus uh, First Amendment. Right. Uh, Matt in Huntsville, 100.3 The River. Go. Hey, guys. How's it going? I just uh, had a question on a podcast from a particular Miami Dolphins fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, being vague about it, just because I, I love – Love it. I think they're doing a great job. Yeah, man. I wonder why it hadn't been mentioned on the show. Well, I have actually mentioned it. I mean, you, you might have missed it. If you don't know this, I, and I think it's really cool because I, if you've ever had things like, um, you know, uh, different there you can do now with streaming and also, yeah. you know, there's everybody's getting more specialized and you see these podcasts that are done like, say, um, Fans are people who worked, uh, been on the road with Bruce Springsteen, and mm-hmm. they'll have a Bruce Springsteen, and all they'll tell all these things of things that happened in the past. So Ryan Greenwood and Greg are doing uh, a version of let's take you back through the history of the show and talk to people that work with the show, uh, and we'll talk about our experiences with the show. 
and uh, and they and it's kind of like a podcast for the ultimate fans of what we do. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff that they've done and interviewed, and I've listened to it, is very very funny. Yeah, and uh, and it's also re- trying to remember some of it. They they've got one uh, that I think is coming out next with Carrie Lambert, who we had uh, lunch with just the other day. Yeah, and Carrie talking about what it was like to be during the the when the show first took off and all the things that were going on. So if you're a, a super fan of the show, it's a great ad mm-hmm. uh, on a way to get to hear some more stories and some more stuff from a, from a different perspective. Yeah. And uh, so it's called Off the Air. Is that right? Uh, the, uh, the Off the Air is the name of it. I know it's out there. And and Ryan and Greg put one out like maybe once a month. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's, it's a nice ad if you like, uh, if you want to hear some unique, interviews about the history of this show yeah i haven't heard them all i did hear the blair and karen look funny yeah that was funny. good yeah. yeah off the air yeah. rick and bubba and uh untold experience yeah so it's 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 uh it's like hey we were there but we're also talking to about to people who were part of things involving rick and bubba mm-hmm. and uh it's a it's a different deal so add that to your yeah uh rick and bubba repertoire and content uh let's go to um charlotte and op charlotte go ahead welcome to the program Good morning, and I appreciate your emphasis on Good Friday. And uh, you've probably already heard this before, but I uh, last year bought a T-shirt, and the front of it says, it's not about the bunny, it's about the lamb. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's yeah, that is. Yeah. That's really good. That's good. Uh, let's go to uh, Patricia and Arab. Patricia, go ahead. Uh, yes, uh First of all, praise God for y'all. I appreciate you. I've listened to y'all for years. Thank you. But uh, I'm, I just want to ask, uh, this morning, I'm, I'm also a bus driver. I'm in the praise and worship band at our at our church. And I heard a song this morning. Is uh, A guy sang it was only like two lines before uh, y'all. It's about 6.50 before y'all went into talking about mm-hmm. the trip to Mobile. Yeah. Well, who was the I want to do that. Our, our church, I want to do that for our praise and worship. Who was the artist and the, the name of the song? Could you help me? Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, that is a fantastic song. and um, Awesome. I, and, and I'm trying to remember the guy's name. For some reason, I can't come it off the top of my head uh, right now. Okay. And, and it's Can called, somebody get back with me? It's called Nothing Else, and I'm looking for it right now. Um, and, Thank you so yeah, much. Nothing Else by Cody Carnes. Cody, oh. C-O-D-Y, Carnes. Isn't he married to what's her name? Uh, and the name, I don't know. And and the name is uh, of the song is Nothing Else. And it, it is Nothing a fan, awesome. fantastic awesome. song. Really is good. Cody uh, Cody Carnes. Cody Carnes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really, really Thank good. Thank you so much. Just the I con- appreciate y'all. Yeah, just the concept of, how about this? Jesus, I'm not asking you for anything. Right. I, I just want you. And hey, forgive me for times when I just start singing songs because I want to sing a song and forget who I'm singing for. Cody Carnes is married to Carrie Joe. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. The live version of that is amazing, too. You'll get get lost in that. And by the way, he doesn't look the way you think he does. No. No, he doesn't. First time I saw him, I'm like, well, that's a pretty unassuming young man right there (laughs) to be bringing it like that. Yeah. (laughs) More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour the rick and bubba show thanks for being with us 866 we be big let's go ahead with it today come on somebody well let's take a look around the wacky world how bizarre how bizarre look around the wacky world oh baby oh baby it's making me crazy 
Rick, but, we've all we've all heard about people running into a deer on the road. Uh, when I was a kid, we were I was in a car that uh, hit a deer. Man, it was a scary thing, you know. Knocked the headlight out, and you knew it was a big ordeal. I don't want to make any comment. I have uh, a comment, but I'm not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. How about uh. when a deer jumps through the window of a school bus full of school kids Thursday morning in Virginia? That is not what we're looking for. Adler has, and, and it's just a, a it's not a very long. Uh, video of this, but it really tells the story because of all the mania that takes place in here. Now yeah. you're you're going to see. Well, you want the audio for it? Yeah, I've got, I've got okay, I've got on it. Yeah, it, right here. Look, so, so here he is. Oh my gosh! Guys, guys, I cannot believe what I'm seeing. Now, don't forget, there's a kid in that scene. Right, right. I mean. He's not, got the, not panicking at all. Either. Look, and the and the deer goes. He's out asleep the, in that seat with a hoodie on and a mask on, and the deer flies through the windshield, knocks it totally out. Unbelievable! You, you hear the driver slow down at the last minute. Comes through the window, lands on this kid in the first seat, and then it gets up, starts kicking around. And I thought the driver very wisely opens the door so it'll run out, uh-huh. and right. it does. All right, yeah. so this kid's asleep right right here. And I oh, bet he's really a, a bad bet. dream. Listen, yeah. you can hear the bus slowing down right there. Oh, good. Wait, it, it hits that kid. I mean, not hits him, but I mean, yeah. nudges him when he goes by. The kid's waking up. You think that kid has any idea what just woke him up? Maybe not. Because he probably didn't think a deer did on a bus. The, the, the fact that watch, deer's watch, still alive. Watch too. it Watch it hit him. See, it, oh, no. his, it lands on top of that kid and pushes him. Still asleep. Look. Still asleep, still asleep. What's that? By the way, that bus driver is 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 pretty calm here. He really handles himself pretty well here. Yeah. That's a pretty calm reaction. Yeah. That's the other window. It, oh, if it's the uh, bus driver uh, out. If it's oh, a, if it don't kill him. Could have yeah. killed him. Yeah. And then, you know, we, then who else does it kill when it wrecks? Right. Well, we know cases of where drivers have been killed by that happening. Um mm. And luckily, it was what would have been the passenger side or not direct hit on the driver. Mm-hmm. But, Wow. That's um, and plus a bus is pretty high up. I mean that deer got quite a hop. You think you think oh you you think oh uh, hoodie over there is a go getter? (laughs) 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 A long day. Guys, guys, wow. am I the only one that's comp- now? Now let's watch Hoodie Mask guy. I, I brought this up, Rick. Yeah. He doesn't even move. He, it's like it doesn't well, even what affect you, him. What is, do you do? Is though? he trying? But I mean, don't you back up? Oh my gosh, there's a deer that just came through the windshield. It, that must be what woke me up, and now it's flopping around. I don't on the think floor. he knows. That's why I was saying he's asleep, he, asleep, 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 asleep. Most oh, kids would be up. terrified. But is he just trying to comprehend what's taking place? Does he think he's in a dream? I think he's still out of it until the, until the deer is leaving, yeah. and then he probably is. This what happens it. when you vape on the smoking grounds? I mean, what? <laughs> What 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 happens here? All right, so so through the window. Now watch watch hoodie. All right, now hoodie. There's a deer. He's still up. Yeah, and he sits up and he sees a deer. He looks and sees it. I don't think he can. And his reaction is just looking around. What what (laughs) what uh, uh, what happened? Well, he got driver. he got lucky that the deer just kind of skimmed him a little bit. <laughs> the bus driver's reactions is pretty good too. What well, is the reason I got Mac Daddy well, driving in my mind? I know me too. Well, the bus driver, which I appreciate, yeah, his, he handles it calm and cool. You see that he knows his first priority is not wrecking this bus right. and, and putting anybody wearing yeah. a JSU hat. But yeah. how does the deer? Is that the deer getting hit and it shoots up in the air like that? 
How does it get airborne like that? It probably tried to jump and, and got hit by the hood and then went airborne from there. Because if you look, I don't even think it comes through head first, does it? The uh, speed in which it's going through the yeah. window makes me think that it didn't hit the hood first. I mean, that looks they like jump. somebody threw it through the I mean, window. Yeah. Or they can jump. That's a it, Garrett a, Cole fastball. Uh, watch it out there in the front. Watch this. Watch where they're, they're, I mean, yeah. that's coming yeah. wide open. Good gosh. Oh, golly. Takes that whole frame out, the whole window. Why is that bus not screaming right now? <laughs> As I did, you said, that's a deer. I think it just <laughs> caught deer. everybody so off guard. Was the whole bus asleep? Yeah, they, uh, I don't even think the bus driver saw it. Like, we're talking about him slowing down or whatever. Look at his reaction. He, he, I, I just, it's almost like he doesn't even see yeah, it. Yeah, no, he maybe doesn't slow down until after it's in there. You're yeah. right, yeah. Watch well, his reaction. You hear it. Well, hey, he could be the stopping tone. for slowing down for anything. But look, watch his reaction. Right like he doesn't see it coming. Yeah, it looks like he's even looking off to the left a little bit. Man, and uh, I mean, it's almost like some giant took a deer and threw it through a window. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. And it, you got it, a giant. I got King yeah. Kong throwing. Maybe Godzilla. Right. You, you know, you, you don't know how long this um, this bus route is. It says it happened a little after six a.m. So okay, so that's, still that's a pretty early pickup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Without yeah. moving, so that they morning. all may have been in low gear, except for the deer. Yes, the, the, the deer wasn't. The deer was wide open. So, I mean, but the deer surely has internal injuries. I mean. You would think. I mean, you just came through a bus. I mean. and, and Yeah, the deer may have gone off in the woods and died right after that. Right. You've seen that yeah. many times. Seen right. hit, right. and you go, there's high in the world. I saw one get knocked up in the air 30 foot. Hit the ground, got up, and walked off, but it, it probably didn't make it. Yeah. No. Is no. that adrenaline? Yeah, that yeah. adrenaline. The things they do after they've been shot is amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you know they were just running dead. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm. Uh, but it's uh, it's not. But, a, but that comes in on the driver. It's uh, he's knocked out, maybe killed by it. No mm-hmm, telling. For no sure. telling what happens. Oh, if he if he comes if it hits that. I mean, we got all kinds of calamity. We do because we we lose him most likely. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? The crash that's next is going to be horrific. Yeah. I mean, so you. you I mean, that's uh, yeah, bad deal. That's that's it. They were a, lucky. They yeah. were real lucky. Yeah. That 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 is a wild story. Uh, and um, and I can't imagine the shock. You know, we had a guy call one time that said he was a truck driver and a turkey came through and hit him in the chest. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, one of the things, too, if you notice, the windshield, you know, it's, windshields are made not to shadow. I mean, shatter. They have, a you know, a film on them. The whole windshield comes out and breaks, but it doesn't go. See, it's still in one piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a lot yeah. more people would have been hurt. Yeah. If you'd have had flying glass all over the place. Wow. That is a bizarre <laughs> video to watch. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness. The Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show from the broadcast plaza and teleports. We hope you're all having a good Friday today. Thank you for being with us as we move forward. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all in the mix as uh, we move forward. 
and welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Buster. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. Thank you for joining us for the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Uh, we just had Amanda, and, and she she let herself go. But but I think her question. We'll, 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 we've we've talked about this before on Good Friday's past, and I think for some of you, you maybe just be like. <gasps> but uh, she was asking the question: Why aren't the uh, government schools uh, closed on Good Friday? Um, and, uh, and I will tell you this now th- there's, there's really two, two, what, two things that may be shocking to you. First of all, if you're someone that thinks it should be, uh, it never was when we were growing up. Yeah. I don't ever remember it being closed when I was a kid, but, but so that's probably shocking to some of you because sometimes you go, I remember back in the day, but really good Friday when I was in school was never a day off from school. But when we were, when we were little, I don't remember it in high school that much, but when we were little, in a government school, in let's say elementary, middle school, and you said it, and I remember it too, you would go to your class with your teacher, uh, and it might it's usually you're either your homeroom teacher or it might be one of your teachers on your schedule throughout the day, and they would get the scriptures out. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they would walk through the crucifixion and the plan of redemption in that class uh, acknowledging the day, which to me that might be better than having the day off. Uh, when, but I, it was, it was acknowledged. It's one of the reasons why we've never put in for having this day off because we've already been able to share, uh, this, this incredible celebration and this plan of, of God to redeem a, a lost and dying world. I really kind of would hate to give up a day that we can be here publicly talking about it. Yeah. Well, and like you said, we never had it off, but, uh, I remember fifth grade, Miss Bates, who was our teacher, would uh, read the uh, Easter story to us right out of the Bible. Yes. And uh, I remember the, that particular year, it had been partly cloudy uh, most of the day, and when she started reading it, it got dark and oh, stormy. Oh, yeah. And I thought, wow, this is a little yeah. too much. How did Miss Bates make it cloud up like I, it was that, that Friday? You know? How did Miss Bates and, get special and, effects? I know. And it was scary, man. Yeah, I tell you, it got, you, got your attention. Yeah, that was quite a class we had, by the way. Yeah, Sherry and I were discussing that the other day because I was asking her how much of it uh, continued because we're, we're in school. I graduated in '83 and she graduated in '88, I think. And uh, yeah, in '88, and so we were. I was discussing in that five-year period how much of this changed yeah. where you went to school because the, every single day of school in a government school, every single day. Started with a devotion on the speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd read scripture, uh, and then there would be a prayer, on, on you know, as as part of the morning announcements to start. I don't it, to remember start every what day. we did in the morning. We did remember. something, but I can't remember uh, what well, it was. We had it to start the day because uh, I remember you, if you were on student council and uh, you 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 had the opportunity to read the scriptures and do the prayer, and uh, so that was uh, that. But hey, that's long gone. Yeah, but but right. I I was at, so and Sherry said that they. She said she remembers to this day it being uh, being a little girl. She said, I don't remember them reading scripture. She goes, but I do remember that every day started with the Pledge of Allegiance, and then we would sing My Country Tis of Thee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah and Miss Bates was real uh, – she was uh, wanted everything to be just right. She, oh, you know, There she wasn't did. a lot of – y'all had a lot of those people growing up. Well, and, well uh, you know what? And they served you and, well. And, and, and I mean, some of, not that the teachers were loosey-goosey on stuff, but she was very mm, – you know, you do it ABC, and, you know, she was one of those people that you would ask, can I go to the bathroom, and she'll say, no, you cannot. 
and you'd have to keep asking until you figured out you're supposed to say, may I? Correct. Uh, and uh, oh. then she would say, yes, you may. I'm uh, glad I didn't have her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Punk and William struggle with that a lot. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't do the – She didn't uh, do punk the, and sit right behind me. She like, didn't do the famous, I don't know, can you? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you know, just one. all that kind of stuff. Right. But, boy, you you know, wow. Yeah. Remember we had a teacher, you get in trouble. I don't know why they care, shooting trash into the uh, trash can. Yeah. If you shot it like a basketball, you get yeah. in trouble. His rule was if you rung it, you were good, but if you missed it, you got a lick <laughs> with the paddle. So you were Child risking it. Like and here we go. Well, hey, all right, now if you're going to do it, no, mm-hmm. no. Like another, we couldn't call Punkin Punkin. We had to call him Allen. Allen? Yeah. I, we were calling him Edward. Yeah. Well, I think it was all that. There were, ver- there were various names. Look, the man with a thousand names. He okay. had a bunch he of names. Did. He well, did. He yeah. done you dirty. Yeah, he so. would uh, – no, we were, that was of like course, second grade. Of course, that's all great. <laughs> I fell off. He can't remember anything else but that. I, I, remember, I, mean, I remember thinking, no good, no good deed goes unpunished. Right. I remember thinking, friend, who, leg <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, and you know, you get you get leg swept and you're not expecting. You really have no defense. You go down hard. Yeah, you know. you're just trying to extend all oh, in branch. Was, uh, he was just, you know. <laughs> you were trying to be his new friend, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. He was, you know. Get, 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 mark that off the list. Can I, can he, was, I, he was struggling a little bit, and I was trying to help out. Wow. Uh, I was thrown on the ground. I thought, well, yon, yon, pal. <laughs> Second grade. <laughs> well, you, Doesn't you, you, you made the you made the attempt. Oh, but, oh, we were all friends. I, I had a picture. Did I show that picture the other day of all of us? Something I had found. It was back. We were all out running, doing something. Had pumpkin in it. and. David Dillashaw. The Johnson brothers, me, and oh my gosh, it was quite a quite yeah, an no, ordeal. I know. I know. I mean, what about I, that guy you throw your hat? <laughs> oh, Greg, don't do school bus bully. Greg, don't don't do that. Ain't nothing oh. worse than school bus bully. That that was you know because uh, the school bus was bad enough. That was a tough one there. I mean, that, when you see these bullying stories on TV, you go, "Wow!" Oh yeah. I mean, my, and adults my, just watched it and didn't my, care. My the back of my right ear just started hurting, Greg. Right there. <laughs> I swear he had the longest fingers oh, I'd ever seen, and he yeah. could pull that thing back. I mean, he must have been triple jointed in that finger and pop God. that ear. Yeah, mine. Uh, Golly, gosh, I remember when Mighty Joe Young that broke my L.A. Dodgers plastic uh, bat. Oh helmet. yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I was there for that with his <laughs> fist coming down top of my head and busting it. I remember we we get that. <laughs> hey, you know what you did? You just you just wandered off with your broken elbow. This is kind of sad. Of course, he's a good guy now, but. It was it was funny because you know we ju- I mean we would just have the the bus driver would pull over the day before and read us the ride act about his three to a seat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then I'd be the little that kid on the next morning, and there he is. There's two of them in that seat, and I'm supposed to go sit in that seat, and he's just shaking his head. Like, the bus don't don't even try. Don't you sit down? And, here. and you know if I sit down, I'd get the bump right into the floor. I you know, know that yeah, one. Sure. I'm like. God. Yeah. Oh, ears just I said, red. They, you know, it's not, it's not much you can do mm-hmm. when they're a lot bigger than you. You just can't do nothing Greg, about your it. Neck just and be, you get lit up if you fight on the bus. Either oh, way, that you know. was Greg, right to the principal's office. Greg, your neck just be blood red from yeah, thumps. Sure it would. Oh. And you boy, you wanted that trip to her and be over. Oh, yeah. I thought I might as well get an earring. I already got a hole back there. <laughs> you know <what? laughs> Greg, what about You heard him tell about this slinging his hat like a freak. Oh, <laughs> That I thing would disappear. You it'd fly. Think I don't it'd, love it. It'd fly everywhere. And you turn around, he'd just be like, hey, what you looking at? <laughs> Did you like that better than the leg sweep? No way. No, the leg sweep's the best because he tried to be his friend. <laughs> <laughs> I got good intentions. <laughs> all right, Bunky was all right. We'll be back. He, he had a rough road. Yeah. Yeah, he did. 15 minutes passed. We'll take more or your Alan. Phone I'm sorry, Miss Bates. Alan. Or Ed. 
Or Ed. We'll take your phone calls when we come back. Lines are available. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, let's go to the phones. We'll open them all up. 20 minutes past. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. We'd love to hear from you. There's plenty of lines, and let's go. A long distance, directly assistance, every quote to on tune. I say, hey, hey, mama, this is Mr. Red Dog Man Blues. He said hello and put me on hold. Amanda is in Tuscaloosa, and she'll get us started. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer will sound. Plenty of room for you if you want to make a move now at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we'd love to chat with you as well, any topic you want to talk about. Amanda, you got 30 seconds. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Hey, Amanda. I was just going to tell you, I am a teacher, and I still start my classroom off every morning, scripture, prayer, and this more, this the song he said, this country kids of be, because um, the kids are little. And our three pledges, and so we're pretty proud of that. Still. So, are you, do you do you teach in a government school? No. Yeah, well, that's that, that's, that's a little bit different. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you, you, you can do what you want. So uh, that's like that time I told you that story when the Christian school my kids went to started making this big speech about that they were praying at the football games, and I was like, "Yeah, but you're allowed to. Yeah. If you really want to stand up and be a, and, and and make a stand, then be the pres- principal of a government school." And then pray anyway on the on the speaker. Yeah. Now, a private uh, Christian school praying on the speaker is not exactly a martyr. Uh, you're allowed to because uh, you're private. You mean right before you go clean your desk? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> now, if you really want to stand there, you go over in the public school and do that. Uh, let's go to Ivy in Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Ivy, go ahead. What's going on, guys? I'm fired up. Man, I, you guys were talking about the, the situation with that deer. Uh, I wanted to share a situation that happened with me and my family and a pastor friend of mine. We went to the Nashville Zoo uh, uh, not long ago, and there's a kangaroo trail that's there, and they had their daughter in their stroller. She's not even two years old yet, and they said that the small kangaroos, you know, they just walk around freely. You walk beside them. If they get on the little paved trail, you you can pet What just happened? Now, that's weird. What just happened? Kangaroo did something. I get my time out back. Yeah, you do. After that. You do. Um, wow. Hope he's all wow. right. I do, too. Well, I mean, a deer may have went through his windshield. Man, uh, did you hear that? Yeah, that was strange. Well, I, uh, Speedy said, too, the phones are acting weird. In there. Oh, okay. Like like he um, – I've seen he's weird. had to do that X thing a few times to try to reset it. Yeah. Uh, but I, but it may just been that guy. It may not have anything to do with that. Man. Uh, let's go to Adam out of the great state of Alabama. Adam, 30 Adam. seconds. Come on. Wow. See? See, I think we got a problem. Um, <laughs> we Adam? got a problem. Houston. It went Adam. And went out. Hello. Adam. <laughs> yes. Well, let's, Hello. Let me try another one and see Hello. if, if, it's, if it, I'm just going to grab a. Let's see. Hello. Um, Mike, can you hear us? Hello. All right, we got a problem. Mike, can you hear us? Yeah, I got you. Okay, good. All right, Mike, go ahead. Yeah, hey, guys. Uh, hey, hey guys. guys. Ever see. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> did you guys ever see Passion of the Christ? Yeah. And if you did, what what did you guys think of it? Uh, I could. I was uh, I was riveted by it because, you know, one of the things uh, leading up to it that we were thinking is that, you know, this story has been told uh, through cinema before, 
But at this particular time in history, with the, the influence and the money that Mel Gibson brought to the table, we knew that we'd never seen it portrayed with the special effects and the uh, some of the things that were available to them to really give us an idea of what crucifixion was really like. And I know it's, we can never portray it perfectly because it's a portrayal. Uh, but I, I, what it did for me, there were a couple of things that it did for me. It reminded me of the nastiness of my sin. They did a very good job of showing you the brutality of, of what it took uh, for the payment uh, of our sins. And our sins are a really big deal, uh, and it, it cost um, Christ a lot. Uh, and I, I, I thought it was uh, it, 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 God allowed it to happen in the time, and I know there were people uh, that were standing in the theater that I was in that were repenting of their sin because they had seen it portrayed in such a way that God used it to rattle them to their core. So, um, so it's it's a difficult movie to watch, but but I found it to be powerful. Yeah, it's well done. You, well done, I thought. Go would ahead. Would you show it to a person? Would I show it to who? A person. I would just show it to like let's just say a twenty-five-year-old. Yes, that's absolutely. Oh. Religious, but but not really religious. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Is that? Oh, that's the way to break somebody in. You think? I do, yeah. I, I think I think as someone who might might have understood, you know, not understood everything, would be a great thing for them to probably see this story and 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 maybe understand it a little better. I, I think now I wouldn't show it to a, a small child. Uh, I, right, I, right. I I I let my kids see it usually when they got around eleven or twelve years old, and I watched it with them. Right. Uh, but uh, but a twenty five year old all day long, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate it, man. All sure. Right. Sure. Thank you, Mike. Uh, let's continue. Uh, Jordan and Gadsden uh, listening to Z93. Only one time out remains. Jordan, go ahead. Hey, Rick and Bubba. How y'all doing? Uh, fired up and ready, Jordan. I hope you are. As a matter of wait fact, wait a minute, Jordan. Uh, wait a minute, Jordan. Hang on. We need you, you to do something. Right, before you say anything, we got to do this. All right, Jordan. Fire it in there. All right, go ahead. <laughs> hey, guys. Listen, I heard y'all talking about movies just now. Um, Netflix has a movie out called A Week Away. So, it's kind of cheesy, but it's a it's a musical. But oh. a lot of kids would like it. A lot of kids would like it because it's like the summer camp type feel, but it's like a Christian movie, and they take a lot of songs that Amy Grant, Stephen Curtis, Chapman, Michael W. Smith, they wrote, and like they tie it all in there. It's it's a really good movie, clean movie in a day and age we live in where they force feed us. You know, let me tell you what's odd about this. This is the second person. In less than twenty four hours, that is mentioned this movie. Really? Yeah, really? I, I had a pastor. You know how I love musicals. <laughs> yeah, great. I, I think, but he, he's, the guy that told me about it last night in Mobile is a pastor, and he said it it is it is hokey and it is corny, but it's meant to be. They're it, from what I gather from him, they're not okay. they're not trying to be yeah. serious. Yeah, and they do a lot of throwbacks to some of the contemporary <laughs> Christian music of the eighties and the nineties. Okay, and I think that's it's done. It's done that way on purpose. Now that's what I took away from that it's guy. Maybe, Christian music version of Rock of Ages. You, you know what he said? He said it. it picture um, high school musical, but now make uh, make it uh, Christian music from the eighties and the nineties. Okay. And he said there's cameos in it of all these artists. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> so you might I mean, striper in it. <laughs> you know what? I don't know, <laughs> but maybe. Uh, let, all right, let's go to Ivy. He's going to try it again. Ivy, I don't know what happened to your phone. The last we left you, you were involved with kangaroos somehow. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Now go back because your phone's not fantastic. Uh, what was going oh, on with the kangaroos? 
All right, so we were walking through this trail at the National Zoo where the kangaroos are allowed to get close to you. Uh-oh. Okay. You can actually pet them if they get on the paved area that you're walking. Okay, and so they have a stroller, and their daughter's inside the stroller, and a smaller kangaroo that has just got to where he's no longer in the pouch comes darting by and jumps inside the stroller with their daughter and it literally looks like a boxing match of Rock'em Soccer Robots where this kangaroo is trying to be in the stroller and wants the baby out. And the baby hits the kangaroo, and the kangaroo takes off. And the, the zoo... I, I would love to have seen right, that yeah. now that everybody's okay. Right, right. But I want you to picture you see a kid in a oh. stroller. A baby kangaroo leaves the pouch, jumps into the stroller, try, says, I want to sit in here, and they start punching each other, and he got to see you would, that? You, so wouldn't want it, you wouldn't want it to be your kid? No. Uh, no but, but he or said your you, kangaroo, I guess. That if they they bounce up to you, you can pet them? That's what, what he said. said. Yeah, he said if they get on the paved path, but if they're off, you can't mess with them. I guess they think, well, if they want to be petted, they'll come up there. If not, they'll bounce off. Yeah, but kangaroos are dangerous. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah, they are. Should you have them able to see? Hey. We're thinking about that we're able to see them. That means I, a sidewalk's all I got. Yeah, the kangaroo not to get me just has to say, hey, <laughs> "I don't want to be on the sidewalk." Yeah, I mean, what if uh, it, what if it's after me? Yeah, that's the thing. What do I do? What man? if it gives him that two feet <laughs> hit to the hit, hit to the tail? Oh man, when they rock back uh, on that tail, buddy, they can rock and sock yeah, you. Wow. So uh, I, you know, I, I appreciate the concept of interacting with animals, you know, but I. I'm not sure that I want to walk through the. Oh my gosh! Look. Wouldn't that Bubba? Be- <laughs> oh, I love that. That's right up your alley, right there, my friend. Now, why would a kangaroo sneak up and kick somebody? You remember them two feet? Well, they can be very sneaky. That tail. You know how strong that thing is. Oh, like another leg. Yep. Bottom of the hour. So yesterday we talked about these cameo services, and uh, apparently there was a time when Mike Leach was doing some, and we, we've got a pretty good one from him. We'll look at uh, that the people sent us yesterday. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us today. Your phone calls will continue as we move forward on the program. Do want to point to ButcherBox. ButcherBox.com slash Bubba. We love this. Uh, are you a, a ButcherBox client? Are you having these delicious uh, proteins delivered right to your door? Not doing that? Would you like to do that? Uh, you can uh, by simply going to ButcherBox.com slash Bubba. And here's what you're going to love about ButcherBox. Um, there's not going to be any antibiotics. You're not going to have any hormones, nothing like that. Uh, grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic chicken, uh, heritage-bred pork, a wild-caught salmon, and and the scallops, this is delicious. And right now, if you want to start taking this service and having these meats delivered uh, to your door and you pick them out, however you want your package to be, if you're a new customer that starts right now, go to butcherbox.com slash Bubba, and when they see that you you have used that URL, you're going to get two pounds of free organic ground beef in every single box at no charge to you for the lifetime of your account. So just do that now, butcherbox.com slash Bubba. You can also find a link by going to rickandbubba.com and look right there under the sponsors button. All right, so uh, we we got to talking about this cameo stuff yesterday and got quite a response on it. And, fellas, I'm telling you, if if we're looking to generate more revenue here at Rick and Bubba Incorporated, we may be, we may be missing something. Uh, I mean, I, I believe that, that we could do pretty well with this, and this is when you, you pay a, a price – 
for a video and audio greeting of various people that you would like to get a greeting from. And, yeah. and, and it's called Cameo, right? Yeah, it's called Cameo. And I, I got uh, – somebody mentioned it yesterday. We got to looking at it. And, Rick, I spent a little time after the show yesterday uh, looking at all the people who were on there. And it's kind of amazing that, 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 that some of the people at that level will do that. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I was shocked yesterday at, the, at how some people – there seems to be no rhyme or reason on how much they charge. Like well, some I think people, it's just what they can get. You know? Yeah, but but some people I think could get more, and some right. people I think are trying to get more than they're worth. Right, right. Well, uh, well I mean, was, the marketplace will decide. Yeah, but. that's right. That's the beauty of the free market. Yeah. So you, even though it it happened last August, <laughs> you found one by Mike Leach, and Mike Leach for some reason. We can't get him to come on the show or come on the podcast. I mean, and we love Mike. You're right. I mean, I know. Mad I him. know what Coach Mike Leach's rear end smells like because I have to sniff him all the time. <laughs> well, he's, just, he's just throwing up at us. He <laughs> won't. I mean, whatever. We've been a fan of his for a long time. Yeah, and, he's a funny uh, guy. But no, somebody heard us talking about cameo and sent this to us. Said, "Hey, I got one of these done That's by right. Mike yeah. Leach." Yeah. So you want to look at it? Yeah. Here, here yeah. Adler's funny. got it. Here's Mike Leach doing one, and somebody sent it to us. Hey, right. John. This is Mike Leach. Hey, I'm reaching out uh, on behalf of uh, your friends, uh, Glenn Green and others. Hey, happy 24th birthday. Uh, That is outstanding. A 24 is a fun age. It's going to get better as you go on, but 24 is not bad. So make sure you do it up uh, for your birthday. Uh, Include some of your friends. I think they're jealous it's your birthday. Um, But I appreciate the fact you're a huge state fan. And uh, and the Bulldogs need all your support. However, I did get, uh, you know, there is a red flag. Uh, you did go to the University of Alabama. And so your friends think you're a traitor. I'm going to reserve judgment. We'll see how you cheer this year. <laughs> However, happy birthday. Have a great time. And uh, I'm honored to have the opportunity to share this with you. There it is. And he's done. Looks like he put it right there and sitting in front of the curtain. So maybe should, should we just hire hire Mike Leach to do an interview with us via cameo? It'll be a very short one, but just to say hello to everybody. At least that's something. You think so? Somebody out there. I mean, we, we, we're in, in Columbus and Startville. All of you there that listen to us on 96.1. I mean, I've got a son at the university for the love vaults, good and kind. Saw him last night, by the way, at home uh, for, for, uh, week, for the Easter weekend. But can somebody just tell Coach Leach that we we think he's great? We think it'd be fun to hang out with him, and can we please have him on the show for the love? I mean, we, we've had no success on this, and we've tried the normal you know route you go. And I'm just telling you, I'm done with that. So we're going to try to get him on by doing Rick and Bubba's old fashioned way by on air pressure. Yeah, sure. I mean, so, we know, we know that works, Rick. Mob, uh, the right. mob. Everybody's scared of the mob now. Uh, how about Let's put the mob on our side for a change? Right. On air pressure seems to be more successful, frankly, uh, than some of the stuff in in the past. Chattanooga's got Jay standing by. Jay, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, hey buddy. I'm look around at cameo, and if what you do not want to watch, now that's hilarious. Do not look up Jim Cornette, the old wrestling guy with a tennis racket. You know what I'm talking about? I do not. <laughs> no, I don't remember. He's old wrestling manager. He carries around a tennis racket. That guy, he has some brutal, brutal uh, cameos. But Mike Leach is a hilarious follow on Twitter, man. You got to check him out on Twitter. Get on there and follow him on there, too. Oh, yeah, when they allow him to be back on Twitter. But, yeah, the but, but here's what I want to do. I want Mike Leach, everywhere he goes – I want someone to say to him, why won't you be on Rick and Bubba? Rick and Bubba love you. Give them an interview. Right. You know? Right. It just, 
I mean, we, just, we loved you when you were out west. You, well, you you belong on this show. Us I mean, cutting up together. I mean, you belong here. You talking it's about somebody the, he fits with? This oh much. my goodness! I mean, huh? nobody, Speedy's a big state fan. Yeah, come uh, on. Yeah, I mean, we got big love there at state. That's right. My I gosh, forgot about that. We're on ninety six one. Thurlow's practically a, a, a cousin of ours now. Yeah. What, I mean, come on. How, how can this? How can this be going on? I mean, if we've been blackballed and we don't know it, right? I mean, what what could possibly turn Lee? The, the, honestly, and I hate to bring this up again. We love raccoon stories as much as anybody, Bubba. I, I hate to bring this up again, and here I go again. And I know it comes across the wrong way, and I uh, maybe I'm too brutal with this. It's the way we got into got you into the celebrity pro am, you and Speedy, as we started looking at the list that, frankly, people we outrank. And I've heard him on shows, lesser shows. Yeah, there it is. I said it. There it is, right? Hmm. I mean, it's uh, you're right though. I mean, it's uh, it's a true thing. It doesn't say it's not doesn't say anything about us, but it says a lot about the audience. I think that we can bring Coach Leach a bigger audience than, frankly, some shows he's already been on. There it is. There it's it out is. There. You said it. I mean, I didn't. And want, I agree. With it was uncomfortable to say, but it had to be said. But our humor and his humor run very close together, mm-hmm. and we lo- look. We carried his press conferences, uh, did the outtakes of them when we were uh, when he was at Washington State. So come yeah. on, I mean, there's he's actually been part of this show we, more than he realizes. We were begging to get him to the SEC. You remember? Oh yeah. I mean, we wanted we tried to get him, job, yeah. Arkansas wanted, job, Arkansas, anything. We had him it, at Auburn at one point. Had a listener of ours that yeah. is a Washington State fan that was mad ass about it. Yes, yeah, yeah want us to quit talking. About Probably it. doesn't listen anymore. Sure. He actually had a better chance. Right, you're that, right. That Speedy, right there. Let me ask you this. That right there is wrong, wrong, wrong. Speedy, did you make somebody mad or something? What did you do, Speedy? I, I don't know. I'm frustrated as crap, and, and I'm disgusted with it, and, and frankly, I'm mad now. Okay. You should right. be. All and through you, the intercom. You acting I like it. With all, with all the connections we have at Mississippi State, we are treated like crap with their media department. And oh, there, wow. it there it is. Now Boy, somebody's it. mad. Now yep. he really is mad. Right here on Good Friday. Hmm. Mm. Wow, Speedy's. Speedy's you know why? I mean, you know what? Great honesty. He's thinking about trying to reach out to Lane Kiffin. You know what this is like? It'd be like it'd be like <laughs> us saying, "But let's keep trying to get you know Coach Gross at Jack State on, and nobody will do it." Yeah, I mean, we'd be yeah, like, "Well, exactly. this, feels, this feels weird." Yeah, I mean, you, you, exactly. I mean, you, you, I thought of uh, of every college coach right now in our current situation with ninety six one with Speedy and with Big Love. You would think that if there was one school that that this show is now walking with arm in arm is Mississippi State. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. current, current, current setup, right? I well, mean, between Big Love and Speedy, I mean, yeah, my gosh, this will probably be. I got, the, I got more state gear right now than I do some of the other stuff. Uh, this will probably be the main topic of discussion today at Duty Noble Field. It ought to be. Yep. Wow, if you've never seen a game there. Yeah, I think Kentucky's in town. Now, who, who is that? Oh, Bubba, former that, quarterback. He does. Yeah, is he the color guy? You know, the, Matt White. You I know couldn't him. hear who Speedy was saying that oh, okay. the, through the speakers. Not really yeah, clear. Yeah, I, I thought well he, played. I thought way. he said Ted Watt. Well, I, and I that feel was like my I, I feel like I'm in a drive-through. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Hold the pickles. <laughs> yeah. So, now, Bobby, you want to supersize that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you ever notice when you and I go up and somebody asks that? Do you ever feel like they think I can never get those words back? <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't, don't you? Didn't you kind of eyeball us on that one? When you say yes, I go shocker. Yeah, there's a shocker, Tubbo Goo. All right, we'll, uh, we'll come back. 866, we be big and getting some phone calls. And we have more to cover on the program today.
We got to talk. Speaking of sports, we got to do the Cleveland Indians guy again. I know we did it in the kickoff hour, but Bubba and I didn't get to enjoy it with you guys. And it's been a while since y'all did it. I want to hear it again. I can't wait. We got to do this 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 sports calling show with the Cleveland Indians guy. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Here we go. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Well, I didn't think about this. I just got an email from uh, uh, Wesley, uh, a listener of the show. Thank you, Wes. He said he thinks that Mississippi State has blackballed us because of Speedy's treatment of Dan Mullen at oh, SEC Media Day. Rick, that's uh, right. Just got that from Wes in email, Speedy. Right, right there in the middle of SEC Media Day. Yeah, he said since, since the way you treated Coach Mullen. No, said he thinks that this could be a black ball no, by right. their media team there at that third point. I mean, you may have caused this. I'm starting – I don't care anymore. No, that, yeah. you, you can't. <laughs> Look, you're too much maroon in you. You care. There's too much bail. You care. All right. You, you know, when Speedy gets to this level, I haven't seen him this, to this level mm-hmm. with too many people. Well, we're doing – right now, beginning today, until we get to football again, it's an all-out onslaught in, t- in Starkville that, we, that Mike Leach must be on the show. And, yep. and I don't want to get an email. Hey, contact him and then go through. Uh, it's really mad. He is. Crap. I don't blame him. He's right. re- I, I said, want, Speedy. I want his cell phone. Speedy, I've already <laughs> said we tried all the normal avenues. I've already said that. <laughs> that was letting you know that I acknowledge we tried normal, normal <laughs> avenues. All right. So speaking of rabid sports fans, okay. This is this the play by play guy really for the Indians. Good. This is just a post show, post game. He's that show. guy that does the post game show, yeah. and they let fans and te- call in. Yeah, and it's a television show. So fans call in yeah. to the Cleveland Indians post game show. Yeah, and this host goes absolutely bonkers on a caller, and 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 it's like you almost don't see it coming. Oh. All right, so listen. They to both this. get this, screaming at each other. This is after the snow game, and it's been freezing and all that. Yeah. area. Simply pitch around Ramirez, keep walking him. Don't give him anything to hit. The next guy, the good pitches down the middle, he won't swing at. Put the balls down around his ankles. He hits the shortstop into a double play. This has been going on for two years. Right. Uh, I guess you missed a lot of the games that Reyes hit in the clutch last year, huh? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're an no, idiot. No. You're an idiot and you don't know baseball. I'm you're not gonna, an idiot. No, you are an idiot. Listen, no, you're going to tell me you idiot. are judging. You don't know anything. You don't know squat, you stupid idiot. You're going to tell me you're going to make a judgment on the season after one game in 30-degree weather that proves what an ignoramus you are. Get off our show. Fair weather idiot. All right, we're going to move on here. Um, 844-289-1421. He's even laughing now. Uh, it, it looks funny to see yeah, somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. in a, in a yeah, suit. Idiot. You know, he's in a suit. He's all dressed up. He's a little older, you know, and uh, for him to go nuts like that, it's pretty Fair funny. weather. Can I tell you something? I mean, he may be correct in I his love assessment. That. Can I, I tell you something? It. Um, that felt good for him. Yeah. Oh, What I'm going to do now is that there's because I'm trying not to do that. Is I'm just going to think of him in my mind, and I'm going to let him say something to people that I want to say. But if I do, it might be bad. I think we ought to put it in (laughs) bank nine and and just go to it every once. Can I watch it again? 
Again, again, again. <laughs> let me just get let me just one more time. Let me enjoy this. You again. can just simply pitch around uh-huh. Ramirez, Thanks. keep walking him, don't give him anything to hit. The next guy, the good pitches down the middle, he won't swing at, but the ball's down around his ankles. He hits the shortstop into a double play. This has been going on for two years. Right. Uh, I guess you missed a lot of the games that Reyes hit in the clutch last year, huh? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're an no, idiot. No. You're an idiot and you don't know baseball. I'm you're not gonna, an idiot. No, you are an idiot. Listen, no, you're going to tell me you idiot. are judging. You don't know anything. You don't know squat, you stupid idiot. You're going to tell me you're going to make a judgment on the season after one game in 30-degree weather that proves what an ignoramus you are. Get off our show. That's me talking to the Mississippi State SI. Speedy, I believe that took your advice. They got off our show. Is that, so is that does, the new life I'm doing? Uh, that was that was yeah. it. That was the, the maniacal version. Is that it? The, <laughs> what am I doing? Rick, I don't know what's I, happening. When did it happen? happen? You've Rick, heard you, somebody you stay it, with picked one. it up. I'm trying on new lives. You're trying new lives. I think I've lost my original life. Mm. You have See? to go back and listen to some tape and find it. <laughs> That's not it. That sounded a little <laughs> fake. Yeah, that oh, did sound wow. Was that it? You've never been that high pitched. I've lost my life. Right. You got to go pay, back I'm and listen. start paying more attention so, to it. We don't know this guy. Does he? Does he normally do this? Does he normally oh, chew know. people yeah. out? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, I think oh. he. I think this is his thing. And and <laughs> let me. I, I love you. Yeah. Remember, Levin would 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 get yeah. to the point. He would do this sometimes. Well, you understand. I mean, Levin does. You know, I get off my show. Out, so you're an idiot. You're stupid. And I, you know, it's um. There, there's really no greater feeling when you finally just scream, "Get off my show!" Yeah. It, it, it's, it's one Sounds of those. Right of, doesn't it? All right. So another thing I've seen that's out here today, and I, I you know, we talked about it on this program and you, if you hear the way we talk and you can only imagine the way we spell. Mm. So, so we don't like will of fortune because it makes us feel stupid. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, jeopardy like makes us feel stupid, but not, it, that doesn't bother me as bad. Cause I think these people know things that you would have to give up life to know. Yeah, and I, it's and I, so over the top. Some of those right. answers, you realize you could never have a life and be that. Smart. Right, I'm I'm almost okay with not knowing what they. Some know. Some of those people have never seen the sun because I I would pick my clueless life over their well informed life. Right, right. Okay, I can watch I'll, Jeopardy I'll, and not know one answer. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about. Not I feel like I'm being show. educated when I watch Jeopardy. Yeah. The uh, worst thing yeah. that I get out of that there. is I've learned something. What yeah, is no true. hope for two hundred plays? Yeah, exactly. Right. So un- uh, undoubtedly, the will of fortune has some kind of minor technicality that, that somebody lost on, and people want the rule changed. I mean, we're not talking about the NFL here. We're, we're not talking about Major yeah, League Baseball. Well, we, we've seen this before. And Rick. I don't you know like if you don't show. if you don't say it and pronounce it exactly right, they'll then it. You know, give you the and people, and people no, are so quick. It's like minute. Yeah. So they said this occurred on Wednesday's episode, uh, and said there were two letters missing on the board. The co- the contestant named David took his shot at the puzzle under the category catch of the day by saying sole flounder, cod, and catfish. Unfortunately, he wasn't technically correct because the word and wasn't on the board. Yeah. So he got all the different words they were he looking just threw for, an and, in there. and he threw an and in there, and they said, "Well, and is not on the board, so that's not the puzzle." I got to tell you something. I don't think that. I don't think you should have got it. Let's you see what happens. One thousand three hundred fifty dollars cash. Just... What do you want to do? I'd like to solve, Pat. Right, say everything. Don't add anything. Go ahead. Okay. Sole, flounder, cod, and catfish. 
Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry, that's not right. And uh, uh, Danielle, it's your turn. You don't have to spin if you no, she want can't to believe it. shot at the puzzle. Yeah. Oh, she gets a spin too. Well, she's going to try to pile on there a little bit. 650. L. Uh huh. What would you like to do? I'm going to solve. All right, say everything, don't add anything. Soul, cod, catfish, flounder. Yeah, that's it. So he, he warned him before he, he said it. He don't warned him. him. I, I don't think that's. Uh, this I is think what's he wrong with it. our country. Yeah. You're right. He they don't listen. It. Hey, lost. People don't listen. I'm this sorry. Is it. He lost. Patty Sajak said to the people everybody's don't crying on behalf. He yep. said, "Solve it." Now, don't add anything. He even gave him a heads up, like y'all said. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Brennan, the guy we just played, sitting next to these guys and be able to dog them out when they do something like that. Yeah, because you're an idiot. Yeah. You added something, you idiot. He told you not to add something. Get off our show. He did everything except say, don't say and. Yeah. Okay, so. He did, Greg. I you're can't, right. I yeah. can't believe the outcry about this now that I've seen Look it. at our society. Really. Yeah, it's, right. not, it's He didn't do what, he didn't do what you're supposed to do. He didn't huh? he follow the rules. If you win the game, you don't put <clears> and in there. Hey, don't add anything. I guess I will anyway, Patty Sajak. Yeah. Well, I tried to warn you, so you know who just won? The woman over here with another yeah. 650 that's on you. The one that was actually listening. Right. And he even told her again, don't add anything. Yeah. So I, I I don't think this outcry is warranted. This, no. this, this is what's wrong with our country. I don't think so. We either. should be telling that guy you shouldn't have added the word and. you have the money. rules. And Pat Sajak even told him he again before it. he said as it. As clear as he could. Yeah. I, I I don't think a rule change is in order. I think a follow the rules is in order. Yeah. I mean, we got to blame somebody else, Bubba. Yeah. Yeah. Society. And say, Jack, you know, who's openly admitted he does the show about 3 in, and he, he, <laughs> he even tried to tell it. I'd have to. Couldn't do that show 100% sober. Uh, I don't know if you've seen his paycheck. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, yeah I'm talking about. I know, Greg. It's talking about interest wise. You're just not interested. Rick and Bubba, <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Four, five, six. Rick and Bubba, earning a living off low expectations. Six minutes past the hour, coming to you from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is another hour of the Rick and Bubba show on this Good Friday edition. And uh, thank all of you for being with us as we get ready uh, to go into the weekend. And uh, today we remember the price that was paid for our redemption. And then this weekend we celebrate the resurrection uh, going into uh, Easter weekend. So uh, we'll talk to you this hour at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for allowing us to do this now for 27-plus years. Yes. All right, so this weekend we, we have interviewed uh, Dallas Jenkins, who produces uh, the series The Chosen. We've interviewed uh, uh, the actor that portrays Jesus in The Chosen on the big show and also on the podcast. And this has been a very interesting um, series because uh, using modern technology and all the streaming capabilities, and there is an app for The Chosen. Now, once the first season had been out a while, you then could also get it on YouTube, and you could get it on Pure Felix and, and maybe some of the others. But in the beginning, it was, let's build this. It is free for you to, to watch, but would you consider, they called it paying it forward, uh, would you consider donating to how much it costs to produce this series? 
and then you can send this to other people and let them watch it for free, kind of a, an evangelical tool to use this in, incredible portrayal. Uh, and they do have Old Testament and New Testament scholars that are there on the set. Uh, you know, certainly there is some artistic freedom with some of it, but the foundation uh, is there's a commitment to to uh, biblical purity, and uh, it really was it it it. Um, I was I guess I went in with low expectations because I remember when people, people when people first started you know contacting me about it. I had my first reaction was oh no. I hope this isn't corny. I hope it's I hope it's <laughs> yeah. not poorly done, and uh, and our family loved the first season. So the the second season uh, is going to start on uh, Resurrection Sunday, uh, and episode one will be available. So uh, my son sent me the trailer the other day, and I watched it. So I thought we could uh, watch it and listen to it. Obviously, those of you that are listening only, there is there is audio, and there is um, you know there's there's plenty of narrative in it, but. Some of it we're going to be looking at it because it's going to be these emotional scenes that we will see too. So here is the trailer that uh, is out on YouTube and is out there circulating right now uh, promoting this series, The Chosen, in season number two. So here it is. I'm preparing something to share with the world. These things will make sense to some, but not to others. Here to start a revolution. is for women, for the vulnerable. Blasphemy is not harmless. Well, the Pharisees were pretty upset. Sometimes you gotta stir up the water. They're martyrs with a persecution complex. I wanna kill him. Do you want to be healed? I have something that's open to all people. Get up and walk. If he was supposed to be healed, God would have done it himself. That's an interesting point. Your fame is spreading. The good kind. You have certainly livened things up around here. World travels fast. Fellow peasant. My heart is yours. My life is yours. John the Baptizer was taken into custody. Jesus of Nazareth. We finally meet. David, Goliath. Maybe there is hope for the little. What we're doing here will last for generations. I want my people to participate in the healing of the world. I do not feel very much worthy. Who's worthy of anything? You. The one comfort we have is to know that we're doing it together. It's not now. When? I'm here to preach the good news of the kingdom of heaven. I make a way for people to access that kingdom. In this world, bones will still break. Hearts will still break. But in the end, 
The light will overcome darkness. So there it is. Hey, Darius Dallas. Starts uh, starts this Sunday. Uh, is that fire anybody? Wow. wow, it's good. It's really well done. You know, I like uh, one of the things I really like about this the the actor who's playing Jesus. He's got just a. I don't want to use the term humor, but it is mm-hmm. humor. Yeah. Uh, that And you, you saw that with the little kids before when he was talking to them and some of the ironic things that were said, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like that part of it. That's, that's good. And the guy says, well, if God wanted to heal him, only God would have done it. He said, that's an interesting point. I like what he said. But the thing that I took away from the first season, and I see it again here in this trailer, is 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 they do a really good job of trying to portray through through people who are very talented and through the technology that God allowed to be to be produced and it can either be used for good or bad. But anyway, is that could you imagine the elation, the elation these people had that were healed? What that must have been like. And I think, you know, and you see it in scripture, in scripture you can see, kind of get a feel of it, but when it's portrayed visually Mm-hmm. And I thought they did a good job. Is sometimes in the portrayals of the past, you heal somebody, and and I don't think they did a very good job of going. This person would have absolutely gone nuts, gone crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. fact that they had they couldn't walk, and now they walk. They were blind. Now they see. They do their their healing scenes when Jesus is pr- proving who he is, who he says he is. Their healing scenes are really really good. You you really sense the elation yeah. of the person who just got healed, and mm-hmm. I, I love that portrayal when you see him touch the guy's legs, and he starts smiling about the fact that, you know, because the guy feels that power going yeah. to his legs. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he gives a look at him and celebrates and then looks over at the Pharisees with a, how about that? Mm-hmm. And um, so it's, um, I think it, hopefully it'll be well done. The first one was was well done, and hopefully this one will be well done as well. And, and Bubba, like, I, unfortunately, you've been asking how far does season go, season two go, and I don't really know. And, and really looking at the trailer, you can't really tell either. I don't know how deep into the story. I know there's a season three that, mm-hmm. that's being mm-hmm. financed and produced as well, uh, but so I don't know where season two ends. Yeah, I couldn't tell exactly. It looks like it gets pretty close to Passover yeah. week. Yeah. So uh, we'll come back. It's uh, 14 minutes past. We'll take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. So uh, what you do is you go get the app, and, and you actually stream it, and then you can mirror it onto your – what's the app called? Uh, the Chosen. Just the, the Chosen. chosen. Yeah. The Chosen. And um, and it should be ready to go. And like I say, it's it's free to view. Uh, they just uh, give you an opportunity to share it with other people too. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. show.
21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Wondrous Cross brings us back. All right, so some of the stories we're still working on today and got some calls about this a while ago, but we didn't get to them. We'll get to more phone calls coming up momentarily at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And this, of course, um, uh, is going to be... Oh, it's been a while since we've done a Cortez update with Casio Kid Cortez. But, uh, the we, world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. Uh, Casio Kid Cortez. Our good little socialist. Remember the true socialist slash mini commies uh, don't live in the, free, in the real world. They definitely don't live in the free world. And Bubba, they believe yeah, if there's the a problem. Eyes. I can always tell by realtor eyes. She got them. Uh, They're coming to take they always think away. the answer They're is the government. Now, they away. don't seem to understand that the government should be like everybody else and that money does not just grow on trees. I know she knows there's a place to print it, but it needs to have some value. Uh, but anyway, Ocasio Kid Cortez says, look, this... Uh, uh, this infrastructure bill, which I've heard the critics say has nothing to do with infrastructure, but we'll be paying for it anyway. Mm. Uh, There's a little bit in there yeah. for it, but a lot of it is just lib- the liberal wish list of the last 40 years. We saw that in the COVID bill where about 10% of it uh, was actually going to what it was supposed to. This infrastructure bill, which they're pushing as highways, bridges, everybody always does that. Very small part of it goes to that. There's a lot of other pork in there. We used to call it pork all the time. Um, and people are losing their mind that it's $2 trillion. Mm-hmm. Joe, President Joe Biden has even called it a generational project. I mean, this is big. This is, this, we've never done anything like this before. <laughs> and AOC says, big, it ain't near enough. She wants $10 trillion. Yeah. I mean, Ten. Hey, AOC, the way you think, dear, why 10? Why not 100? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, why if, not? If, 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 if money doesn't <laughs> have to, it. yeah, if money doesn't have to be backed by anything and it's just paper that we print, well, then don't limit yourself, as you said, Bubba, to, to 10. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so. Adler, I, I saw. Did you say you had this actually, well, was, or was he just upset about what she? Well, doing? one of the things he was saying is that only five percent to Bubba's that point, only five okay. percent is actually going to roads and bridges. Five five percent of of the. Uh, oh, it's proposed. well well documented out there. You can look it up if you want to see all the crazy things it's going to. But it's it's not all infrastructure. I mean, you hear this, and and who who can be against? Hey, we need to fix bridges. We need to fix highways. We need to. But it, it really ain't going to all that. Well, well, you go back to this again, and we keep saying this. We have completely flipped everything, infrastructure, border control. These are things that the federal government, we all don't mind funding because we see in our agreement these are federal government things that can be helpful. We do need our infrastructure to be right. current, and it needs to be happening. But you can't. Hit us for two trillion, and then five percent of that be what we've given you the authority, and we're willing to support, and then ninety-five percent of it we're still paying for mm-hmm. that we don't approve of. I, I really, honestly, could live with flipping that number. Ninety-five of it is going to infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, five percent we tax some stuff on. I wouldn't like that, but I could live with that. But when it's the other way, when five percent will go to what I'm willing to pay for, 
and then 95 to things that I don't think I should be paying for, and the fact that uh, that Cortez doesn't seem to know that you know there is it is a big deal to go from two trillion to ten trillion. This these are not just I understand ten trillion is a greater number. I got that, but we can't even afford afford the two trillion. And you say, well, that's too low. We should just go ten trillion. And again, this is a disconnect on where money comes from. Mm-hmm. This is a disconnect about devalue, devaluing, Rick. Uh, mm-hmm. Devaluing. Uh, yeah, that's it. T- devaluing your own currency, which we're doing, and, uh, and other countries are helping us do that. And that's a really big deal. I mean, we should be embarrassed that the euro is worth more than the dollar right now. That's embarrassing. Well, yeah, and, and, what, th- and this is only getting worse. And what they're masterful of is they rename infrastructure. Is what they do. They're relabeling it, so so everything kind of falls into that category, like. Um, Let's see, two hundred and thirteen billion of the plan it will be directed to home um, sustainability and public housing. At least thirty-five billion aimed at R and D related to climate change. Fifty billion to create a new office at the Department of Commerce, um, and I could go on and on. And so, as we said, less than six percent of that would actually go to roads and bridges and what it's designed for. So what they do is they just they, they, they clump everything into infrastructure and relabel everything so they can this, this dupe put, everybody. This ought to put a cold chill on you. <clears throat> I have serious concerns, this is Cortez, that it's not enough to realize, meaning the two, $2.2 trillion, it's not enough to realize the very inspiring vision, this very inspiring vision mm. that Biden has to advance. Mm. Mm. We, we, we hear um, – Need more money. Look, the roads and bridges would be better if they were paved with gold, but we can't afford to do it. Guys, I'm telling you, this is the way that uh, the socialist governments of Europe work. I, I've seen this firsthand, uh, and they, they, their mindset is we must all work together through the federal government to take care of everything, the planet, the each other, uh, it's all the gov- the government is the answer, not you, not you, the individual maximizing your potential through maximum liberty with ultimate liberty and freedom to be inspired, innov- inspired, innovative, and to take the money you have and invest and grow and invent. It's the government, the government, the government, the government is everything. Everything you need should be provided by the government and every problem you have can and should be solved by the government. That's their whole mindset. I've seen it. I know firsthand. And that's that's what this particular version of the of the Democratic Party wants us to become, and we need to fight it tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. Rick, uh, if you if you ask questions like, "What what are the big giant tech companies in France that have been trendsetters in the world?" Can't name one, can you? Well, they're in, they're all in the U.S. That's why, right? Uh, Until we what, what is the what is the 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 great aerospace companies of the world? Where where are they? I mean, there may be one or two. The European group has one together, but we know we have public and private ones now in the U.S. and partnerships between them that are keeping the space station in orbit, planning on carrying people back to the moon, on to Mars. I mean, you just you just see where that system prevents people from excellence. Oh yeah, and 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 this this whole deal of the minute they think there's a problem, the minute they think there's a problem, the first thing they think of is, I wonder if the government can solve this. 
It must be the government that'll solve. And, and you know, there's a time where you want to have a, a, a collaboration or a, a a group mentality on things. Uh, we do it with insurance. Yeah. Uh, but we do it voluntarily, not at the end of a gun barrel. Mm-mm. And that's how the government implements theirs. You have no choice in it. It's uh, do not buy into this because uh, it is uh, it is the wrong road to be on. But you see that mentality when, well, if two is good, then 10 would be better. Yep. I agree with that. Why but not 100? You, but you have to be able to support that with some sort of foundation to make it have any value. Yeah. Well, you can't just print money. Eventually, it will lead to superinflation. I mean, there's no way around it. Let's go phone Charlie next. Ten lines are available. Plenty of room for you, and we'd love to have you on the show. We'll talk to you right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIGGER-NUMBER. Thanks for being with us. And lines are available, and we be chatting with you. A long-distance directory assistance, Eric Coke 212. Allform.com slash Bubba. Excited to go uh, down to the farm uh, this weekend. Uh, hopefully we'll get a little time down there, and I'll rock back in my... My recliner I got from allform.com slash Bubba. Loved it. Uh, and uh, if you are looking for outstanding, high-quality, handmade in America furniture, then you need to go to allform.com slash Bubba. They've got outstanding armchairs, sofas, sectionals, love seats, all at affordable prices. They're customizable, uh, meaning you fix it the way you want it. They ship it right to your door uh, from beautiful North Carolina. Uh, pick your fabric, uh, pick your color, uh, pick your leg type. Uh, plus, uh, you know, your sofa size, you want whatever shape, uh, make it perfect for you and your home or maybe even your office. They do a great job with office too. Uh, if you have kids or even pets, you're going to love that all the fabrics that they use are spill stain and scratch resistant. So good news there. They really do have something for everyone. They've got various armchairs and love seats all the way up to an eight seat sectional sofa. So uh, you're not locked into anything. You can start small, then maybe buy some more pieces if you want in the future as you need them. Uh, If you go to the old-fashioned department store or even a furniture store, you're going to waste thousands of dollars on what sometimes will be cheap furniture made with cheap materials, often from overseas. So, uh, and, and sometimes even if you order from them, it's going to take weeks longer to arrive, but not with allform.com slash Bubba. Their furniture arrives fast. Shipping is always free. Think about it. You could have a new chair or sofa in three to four days, and it'd be customized exactly the way you like it. And uh, you won't need a screwdriver or anything. Uh, It's set to go, and they have those tools for free. If you're worried and you don't like it and you think, I don't know, what if I don't like it? Well, that's no problem. It comes with a 100-day free trial with free returns and full refund. So you have nothing to lose, which means instead of, you know, Worrying about all that, you just think about that you and your family's about to get some really cool furniture. Go to allform.com slash Bubba. That gets you 20% off anything you buy. And it also comes, you'll love this, with a forever warranty. That's allform.com slash Bubba. Save 20% off anything you buy. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So let's talk about um, Bobby. Let's talk to Bobby uh, in Grant, uh, Alabama. Bobby, 30 seconds. Let's go ahead. Hey, Bobby. Good morning, Rick and Bubba. Green Ready. Acres. Thank you, Bobby, for the call. <laughs> You're on. Two, two-part question. We're $30-plus trillion dollars in debt. Uh, are we too big to fail, and what number would that be, $100 trillion, $200 trillion? Too second big to fail. Is, yeah. yeah. Two, second part question is, why can't we live on a balanced budget? I work, I pay my bills, and hopefully at the end of my 
paycheck, I have a little extra, you know, to get me through to the next week. Why can't we not, as the United States, turn around and live on a balanced budget? Well, so, you, you, you've got a big basket there question. So, first of uh, all, Bobby. too big to fail. I would say no, because if you think about it at the time, uh, given the population of the world, Rome failed. It never was defeated militarily. It fell from within. Um, and really, there's a lot of comparisons to what happened to Rome and us right now. But yes, I think we absolutely can fail. Um, there is a point in time where the interest being paid on the debt is going to exceed it, the amount of money being brought in. And then you have a problem. Right. What do you do? Right. So you're going to say, well, we're going to tax the people more or we're going to print more money. Well, when you print it, the value goes down. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's a point where it won't work anymore because people, and I've heard, and I've had to, to, to have a discussion with several people said, well, we're just going to tell the Chinese we're not going to pay, not going to pay them back. Well, our foreign debt is only about 28% of all of our debt. And China's not even the biggest part of that. Japan is China's second, uh, third in some years, depending on which year you look at. So we're actually borrowing money from ourself. Now think about this. Mm-hmm. Did you see the movie Dumb and Dumber? Mm-hmm. Where they had the briefcase full of money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when it was recovered at the end of the show, when they opened it up, it had IOUs in it. Which was hilarious. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Think about it. We're borrowing money from the Floyd. Social Security Trust Fund saying we're going to pay it back with interest so you can pay people their Social Security. But wait a minute. We're running up still more debt than we can cover. So we're having to write bad checks to pay that back to go to the people who's already paid into it. It's it's really an evil shell game. Look, we put Bernie Madoff in prison for doing something not as bad as what the federal government does to us each and every day. So what is the definition of failure? What does he mean by failure? Does that mean we no longer exist? We're a socialist country? We, I mean, how does a country fail? Well, um, I would say that the system of government breaks down, uh, law and order breaks down. Yeah. You go, you know, you go Somalia on somebody, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it just, you know, at some point when people will quit taking the dollar for payment, we yeah. got a problem. And to answer your question, and Bubba, you can uh, chime in or even give me a slight correction, but, you know, because I may be overly simplifying the second question, why can't we stay, stay on a budget? And what I've noticed is because the people don't demand that they do so. The people still want more money than we take in for that. You know, one, somebody will say, we got to quit all this spending, but don't give up my program. So we got to the point where we were willing to take a check. And once the government had about half of us or now a little more than half on a check, we don't demand a balanced budget. Well, the the people don't demand it. Think about this. If less than 51% are paying the bill, and more than 50% is getting benefits from that, how are you ever going to vote it different? See, if you think had, about that, yeah. has anybody ever woke up on Christmas morning, looked at everything that Santa brought them, and said, This is too much, send some of it back? This doesn't happen. This it, doesn't it, happen. It doesn't. No. And like you said, we all see cuts somewhere else. Nobody wants to be cut in their area. There's nobody willing to sacrifice no. to have a budget. No. Uh, the other one is this. It'd be like picture you're at work, and we said it's not you're, it's not, you're not made. Would anybody like to give up their Christmas bonus? 
It's your choice. You don't have to. But would you be willing to do it because just kind of help the money be more solvent? We're not going to make you do it. It's your choice to do it. Nobody would. Uh, and, and that's what's happening. Nobody's willing to give it up, and we don't demand that it be budgeted, so we just continue. Uh, so that that's the reason why. Now, see, because if, if, say, everybody in this room, like you talked about, sir, you're, you have to live on a balanced budget. You know why? They'll come get your stuff. Mm-hmm. If you don't pay, people foreclose on you. You you go under and people start showing up and taking everything out of your house. Then they take liquidate your house. Liquidate you. Yeah, and then you then you end up with nothing. If the government doesn't keep a budget, nothing happens. They don't lose anything. Well, Rick, <laughs> who, who who are the judges that rule in this? They work for the government. That's right. So you know this all goes back to the early days of our country when. Congress was wanting to vote money for a good cause. You know, we had the famous speech. This is not the government's job to to, for, to be take care of, of good things for people. Yeah. That's that's not our job. Benevolence. It was never. Yeah, benevolence. That was, that was, that's what I was trying to That get was there. never part. That was back in the very beginning. But benevolence was not supposed to be the role of the government. So that was you, the role of the church or the role of uh, charitable organizations or yeah. fill in the blank. So we elect politicians, us the public. You can't run and get elected telling everybody, I'm going to cut the candy you're getting. I'm about to cut the milk off. Mm-hmm. Elect me. The other guy's saying, I'm going to double the cookies. Mm-hmm. More milk, more cookies. Who are you voting for? Right. So, um, And by the time we get to that point, it's going to be too late. Now, don't miss this. And one. I'm not a doomsdayer, but you can't do this forever. Now, don't miss this. The other part that we've we've kind of put ourselves in a bind, you can say, well, I'll tell you one thing, they'll get no more money from me, and then they put you in jail. Yeah, yeah, they'll lock you up. Big stone so, locks them. So now they've, we've let and them you have— you've got your principles in your back pocket, which is an orange jumpsuit. Right. And you can, you can refuse to pay them, but guess what? Then they put you in jail and take what you have anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't yep. advise that. Yeah. And by the way, they just come get it then while, yeah. you're, while you're in jail. They're going to get it either way. It's just are you going to be locked up or not? So it's kind of hard to <laughs> – yeah. the scenario that we just presented here, which is the realistic scenario, kind of hard to force them to stay on a budget. They don't have any reason to. And most of them think, well, I won't be around this thing all come falls down. Yeah. They just want to get reelected the next term, do their thing, be loved at home, retire, go the, go the lake, you know? Mm-hmm. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls next. Sorry that wasn't overly positive. Uh, no, you, what, it's not. Well, but, but the reason why is, and on a day like today when we talk about the crucifixion, that's the reason why you better not place your hope in some country and some worldly government. Some if flag. Doing that. Uh, no. The, the investment that you need to be really concentrating on is eternal. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, We're back 10 minutes to the top of the hour. Ooh, Rick and Bubba show, and we have a full bank of calls. Looking ahead, Shelby, Alabama. I'll be there with you guys uh, this Saturday night as we go into uh, today, Good Friday, then Resurrection Sunday. And Saturday night, be dropping down to visit with some guys in Shelby, Alabama, and you can get all those details if you want to see that event and be part of it. At upcoming events, Cleveland, Tennessee, you're next, uh, next Friday, the 9th. Uh, Going to have a great uh, family event. Uh, the entire family invited to that one. 
Uh, and you can see that in Cleveland, Tennessee, by also going to rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. John, Birmingham, Alabama, listen to us on ZZK. John, go ahead. Uh, yeah, guys, I was wondering, what is the best way, or what have y'all found to be the best way for, like, 10-year-olds to understand the death and resurrection? Like, how would you explain it? How would I, I explain it? Well, I mean, uh, Scripture is is pretty clear. I, I mean, you're, you're, it's a little loud in your vehicle right now, so I'll just keep listening. Uh, but uh, and I can pot you down if you need to have another question to pot you back up. Uh, but I think the the thing to do is, uh, you know, the thing about the gospel is if you you can really take it down, even though it's a, a miraculous, unbelievable event. But it really, I can remember talking to our kids even when they were younger than ten. And uh, and I remember uh, the great uh, diagram that was that was really good that, that shows the chasm between sinful man uh, and a holy God, and then you kind of take the cross and you take that cross and now it becomes a bridge from sinful man. You can draw a cross there in that chasm, and then sinful man's over here. In order to cross over to be in the presence of a holy God, the cross is where that is. And then explain to them that uh, you know that because we are sinful and God is perfect. Uh, there has to be a price paid for that, uh, and then in the Old Testament uh, animals would go in, and they would they would be used to pay for sins. And what God finally did is he he came to us and God, and he took on human flesh, uh, and he was one hundred percent man and one hundred percent God. And what Jesus did is that he came here and he says, "I'm going to take that chasm between sinful man and 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 uh, and us, you know, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, uh, the Triune God, which is holy." So the Father sent the Son to come rescue the world, and then when he went to the cross, he became that final sacrifice. God is going to punish sin, and Jesus, and I've used this analogy before, picture God's wrath because he's holy, like a tidal wave, son or daughter, and Jesus came and stood between us and the wave of God's wrath, and he took God's wrath on himself for us. That's what he did on the cross. He he went to that cross, and all that brutality we see that represents God's wrath being poured out on sin that will be poured out on those who have not taken this gift of grace that God provided through Jesus. And, uh, and you say, and then to, to prove that, that uh, Jesus was uh, the proper sacrifice on, on, after being in the tomb, he uh, on Sunday will celebrate when he walked out of the tomb and he defeated our sin on Friday, and then he defeated our eternal death on Sunday. And he has proven that he fulfilled what had to be done. So, so God came to us, and we could not come to him and provided a sacrifice that we could not provide for ourselves. And, and you know, for me personally, uh, I, I became a Christian when I was 10 years old. Uh, between about 8 and 10, I went to a lot of funerals. Uh, we had a lot of relatives, and for a period of time, there, it seemed like we were going to a funeral every month with somebody. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of times we shield our kids from that, but if at a certain age, I think it's good that they go to those and hear those things because it made me start asking the question, Hey, what, what happens to you when you die? Mm-hmm. You know, where, where am I going? What's going to happen? Right. And that really, you know, opens the discussion with your parents about, mm-hmm. you know, responsibility and, and sin and the cost of sin and the way out of that, you know, yeah, and it just talk about that, that there's nobody that's going to be able to earn their way into heaven because all of us have done something uh, that would keep us from walking into the presence of a holy God to Bubba's point when we die or when Jesus comes back. And to stand in the proper standing with God, uh, we do that through Jesus. And we repent of our sin and, 
And uh, we acknowledge that he is now uh, the Lord. I've heard some people say to children, the boss, the authority of your life. Uh, and uh, and you, you turn away from anything in your life that uh, that is sinful, and you turn to Jesus and say, forgive me of that, and I now leave myself and my authority, and I now belong to you. So thank you for coming to me when I could not come to you and providing that path back to God. So th- those are all some simple concepts you can work on. But don't be afraid uh, because uh, this is like we talked about yesterday, but don't be afraid to talk early and often about the severity of sin. Sin always does matter. Uh, we are saved by grace, but we're saved through faith, uh, which means we leave our authority and faith in ourselves and place our faith totally in, in God. And sometimes if you're not careful, you'll get into a thing of, well, I'm still my own authority, but I, every time I feel bad about something, I might, I might say I shouldn't have done that. It, it, this repentance thing is a, it's a vomiting of the, of, of, the, of the spirit. It's the vomiting out of sin. It's, it's getting to the point that you take every sin very serious. And it's not to make that burdensome, but to know uh, how important it is that uh, your need of redemption. Because if I don't think I really need redemption, I still think I'm pretty okay, uh, then you, know, you, you, start, you don't really understand how wretched we really are and how, how much we need to repent. You know, I'm just a good old guy, and I know I do some bad things, but Jesus is going to love me just like I am. Now, he, he might love you where you are, but he won't leave you there. He can't approve of you where you are. And uh, so I remember learning that from my own mama. I love you. I just don't approve of you. And what we need to be is approved. Uh, let's go to Skeet in Tuscaloosa. Skeet, welcome, buddy. How you doing? Hello. Yes, yeah, go again. Go ahead, start Skeet. over, Skeet. I said I've been listening since fat flight. Thank you. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, if somebody's already asked this question, I apologize. I didn't hear the entire conversation. But why do we? Why are we having to pay taxes? I mean, what's the point? I mean, they can print all the money and do whatever they want. So, what's the purpose of us paying taxes? Yeah, I see what, what? you say. If if they can just print money, why do they need any from us? Well, right. uh, this this thing of just unlimited printing is is a relatively new thing. Uh, we got off the gold standard. It got worse, got worse. I mean, it has skyrocketed uh, over the last 20 years compared to what it was. And, of course, I mean, if, if there's any doubt, Congress, uh, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 1, the Congress shall have the power to lay and collect taxes, duties, imports, excises, pay the debts, and provide for the common defense and general welfare of the United States, blah, blah, blah. So they have the authority in the Constitution. I understand your, your question. Uh, and, and it's a good one, by the way. It's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah, because if they don't, if they can just print it. Yeah, why don't they just go, well, we need to collect income taxes. Well, we'll just print it. Yeah. <laughs> well, even they know, even they know that that won't work. Yeah, that is, that's, that's probably a signal of that. Yeah. Joe and Meridian uh, listening 97.9 The Buzz. Go. Good morning in Green Acres. Thanks for the call, buddy. Glad you did. <laughs> What's on your mind? Well, the uh, the framers of the Constitution knew what would happen if we if uh, we uh, went this way. Thomas Jefferson said that as soon as the people find out they can vote for themselves largesse from the public trust, this republic is doomed. Yeah, I, I go back to Helmsley said something in the hall a minute ago. He said, you know, the guy talked about are we too big to fail? And to your point, he said, if you look at the Constitutional Republic, I think we've already failed. <laughs> I think the country has already failed. 
The fact that we're doing the things we are talking about right now is a sign of a failure. Uh, the Constitution Republic is over. It really has already failed. Uh, just if you look at what was demanded by it, we don't demand that anymore. So we're, we're already not a version of the original intention. So if you're asking when can a constitutional republic fail, there's a lot of indications it already has. And you, we're just living in some other version of this country. The building's on fire. We're trying to get to the parking lot. Right. Because we're, we're, we're no longer adhering to the constitutional constitution on the limits of the federal government. We're way outside of it. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba.